You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. I'm Ian Ozan. Join Bernadette Lee and me every morning for Acadiana's Morning News from 6 to 9 on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. We start your day off with the latest headlines, the important newsmakers from Acadiana, and a few laughs along the way. Every Wednesday, your voice is heard during Ringing It Wednesday, and every Thursday, Mayor President Josh Guillory joins us for Lafayette Live. So tune in every Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 for Acadiana's Morning News, right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and the KPEL mobile app. It's time for your Fox News commentary. Joe Concha. What's on your mind? Do you remember the good old days when inflation was below 2%? That was the case under the previous president in Donald Trump before he left office. But under the 46th president in Joe Biden, it has more than quadrupled, with analysts warning we could surpass 10% this year. Yet here was the president recently screaming about the problem as if he was campaigning for president, not actually speaking as, you know, the guy in charge in the Oval Office when speaking about food shortages. The idea that people would have to wait in line an hour, hour and a half to get a box of food. Does this guy know that he's the one responsible for inflation and ultimately the one responsible for fixing it? But like Biden blaming Trump for the border crisis and blaming big oil for record high gas prices before he blamed Putin and blaming COVID for skyrocketing crime, this is clearly a president who will not take responsibility and an administration where the buck stops anywhere else but with them. I'm Joe Concha. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. The 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair is coming May 26th to June 5th. And if you want to do the fair in style, you need to get the News Talk 96.5 KPL Big Shot Fair VIP Pass for you and a guest. You get daily fair admission, grandstand VIP tin admission with private restroom access, two unlimited ride wristbands to use on the day of your choice, and more. Very limited quantities available, valued at $275. Get it now for $100. Look for the Cajun Heartland link at kpel965.com. Bikers Against Child Abuse empowers children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. For more information, visit bacaworld.org. Our helpline is 866-885-9474. BACA, breaking the chains of abuse. Folks, this is Moon Graffon. Guess what? I'm taking you with me because I'm going to the state capitol and broadcast live Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. All legislators are invited to come by 
and be on the program. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, conservative or liberal, we want to talk to you. Tune in. I'll be live at the Capitol Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Be there. Get informed and have some laughs along the way. The Moon Griffon Show, every weekday morning at 9 a.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. They stopped him from shooting even more people. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's safe to say that had people not intervened, it could have been much worse. There was 30 to 40 people inside the church. Orange County, California, under Sheriff Jeff Halleck, a pastor hit the gunman in the head with a chair, then others hogtied him and held him for police. At Geneva Presbyterian Church here in Laguna Woods, we do have quite a significant police presence here. This all started at around 1.30. That's when police say they got a call, reports of a shooting. When they arrived, they found five victims. A sixth person uh, was also injured during this, but they were also treated to the hospital. That's Travis Reitz with Fox 11 TV. The accused gunman's an Asian man in his 60s. An argument led to a shooting at a flea market in Houston, Texas. Two men shot and killed, three wounded. Tomorrow, President Biden visits Buffalo, New York, where a shooting Saturday left 10 people dead, three injured at a grocery store. We must all work together to address the hate that remains a stain on the soul of America. FBI agents searching the suspect's home and interviewing his parents. Police say 18-year-old Peyton Gendron posted a white supremacist manifesto days before the shooting. The DOJ investigating the attack is a hate crime and racially motivated extremism. Gendron underwent a mental evaluation after making similar threats last year. Fox's Todd Pyro. Border guards in Ukraine say they stopped a Russian attempt today to send a sabotage and reconnaissance group across the border into a northern region. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and three Republican senators visited Kiev over the weekend talking to Ukraine's president. They then went to Sweden and today Finland as both countries moved to join NATO. I think I'm safe in saying there's strong bipartisan support in the United States uh, for Admission. Another American company's done doing business in Russia. McDonald's is starting the process of selling its 850 restaurants there. McDonald's has already closed them temporarily while still paying employees. America's listening to Fox News. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. You know, every three seconds, there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web. Now, protecting your identity can be very easy thanks to LifeLock by Norton. No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business. But LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself. And you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. Jury selection starts today in Washington, D.C. to put an attorney with ties to Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign on trial 
In a case stemming from a special counsel's probe into the origins of the FBI's Trump campaign Russia investigation. Lawyer Michael Sussman heads to the D.C. federal court today charged with lying to the FBI when coming into them in 2016 with a supposed tip that candidate Donald Trump was taking campaign help from Russian officials. Special Prosecutor John Durham claims Sussman insisted he came to the FBI of his own volition, but he was in fact working at law firm Perkins Coie which in turn was the Council of Record for Clinton. That's Fox's Evan Brown. The price of gas has been pumped up another penny. AAA's national average for regular is now 4.48 per gallon. That is another record high. On Wall Street, stock futures down modestly, while markets have been mixed overseas. This is coming off another losing week. The Dow fell another 2%. It's gone down seven weeks in a row. The Nasdaq's fallen six straight weeks. In the NBA playoffs, two game sevens, both both blowouts. 27 point lead, down goes Johnson, three leaps. Oh no, they're shredding them. The game on TNT, the four-seed Dallas led the top-seed Phoenix by 30 at the half. They win at 123-90. to Luka Doncic had 35-10 and 10 and actually had the same 27 points as the entire Suns team in the first half. The Mavs will get the Warriors in the conference finals. In the first game of the day, Grant Williams hit seven three-pointers and scored 27 as the Celtics routed the defending champion Bucks 109-81 in Game 7. The Celtics face Miami in the conference finals. That's Fox's Tim McMaster in hockey. Game 7s went to overtime. The New York Rangers beat Pittsburgh 4-3. Calgary KO'd Dallas 3-2. Both teams move on to round 2. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source. On air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 6.05 in the morning, 76 degrees outside, under fair skies. Daniel Phillips says some clouds today, 20% chance of showers and a high of 93. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette, where the funeral procession for fire engineer Alex Bork will take place this morning. Bork died last week after a battle with cancer. He was 26. Visitation will take place from 8 to 11.30 at Martin and Castile Funeral Home on West Farrell Road. After that, police and fire vehicles will escort Bork and his family to St. Martin de Tours Catholic Church in St. Martinville for the funeral. The procession route will follow Farrell Road from Frimbustani to Ambassador Caffrey. From there, the procession will turn onto South Bernard Road and Albertsons Parkway in Broussard to San Nazaire and LA 96. If you travel any of those roads during the lunch hour or just before, officials ask you to take a detour route today because the procession is expected to be a long one. In St. Martinville, an arrest in the case of a missing man. Albert Willis disappeared last June. Police say they've arrested Porsche Kale on obstruction of justice charges. According to investigators, Kale intentionally deceived them and failed to cooperate with the case. Police say they have a warrant for a second arrest, but they've not released the specifics about that warrant. An Arneville woman is dead from injury she sustained in a crash two weeks ago. Elaine Artigue's car was struck by an SUV when she failed to yield while crossing Highway 190 on LA 741. State troopers say impairment was not a factor in the crash. In Vermilion Parish, charges are pending against a driver in a deadly crash there. State troopers say a pickup truck rear-ended a tractor traveling along US 167. That crash caused a tractor to flip, killing its driver, Alvin Minnick Jr. The crash remains under investigation. On the COVID front, the state Supreme Court rules in favor of a pastor who openly violated the state's pandemic lockdown order. Kevin Gallagher has the update. 
A 5-2 to two majority of justices on the high court ruled Life Tabernacle Church Pastor Tony Spell's rights were violated when he was arrested for flouting the governor's stay-at-home order. That didn't survive strict scrutiny by the court under the First Amendment. That's Loyola Law Professor Dane Cialino, who says the court feels the orders were inconsistent, with some places allowed to be open and active and some not. The virus doesn't know the difference. Cialino says the ruling won't necessarily hurt future emergency orders from Edwards, but it does leave the potential for further legal action, this time by spell seeking damages. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Meanwhile, Louisiana is mostly back to its pre-pandemic routine. Still, state health officials are monitoring the spread of COVID in the state. Brooke Thorrington has that story. And most tests are being administered at home, and those positive rapid tests never work their way in our dashboard. So there's more COVID than the test would reflect. The percent positivity probably is, is not what it should be. Edwards says the state's positivity rate is nearing 10%. It's grown from 0.07% in only six weeks. But he says on a positive note, hospitalizations have not mirrored the increase of case counts. So all in all, we're in a good place. I'm Brooke Thorrington. At the Capitol, state lawmakers have made cuts to Governor John Bell Edwards' wish list. In addition to slashing proposed funds for the Mississippi River Bridge, the Senate Finance Committee is calling for smaller teacher pay raises. Governor Edwards wanted to boost teacher pay by $2,000, but Committee Chairman Jerome Zerang says a $1,500 raise is enough. Last season, the Saints had one of the worst wide receiving cores in the NFL. $148 million in additional funding in DOE for pay raises for teachers, or $1,500 per teacher and support staff, $750, to bring them closer to the national southern average. Two bills, two bills dealing with the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge will be heard in committee today. The House Transportation, Transportation Committee will take up Representative Jonathan Gudo's bill to create a Basin Bridge Commission and a Basin Bridge Police Force. The committee will also discuss Senator Paige Cortez's bill to double speeding fines on the bridge. Cortez's bill will also allow DOTD to add safety cameras along the span of the Basin Bridge. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin Cajun softball team is headed to the NCAA Regionals. The Cajuns hit four home runs in the fifth inning to beat Texas State to win the, Su- the Sunbelt Conference Tournament Championship on Saturday. The Cajuns have been assigned to the Clemson Regional. They'll play Auburn in Friday's first-round game. That game, 1.30 Central Time. Clemson will play UNC Wilmington. The double, elim- double elimination tournament runs through Sunday. Meanwhile, LSU and McNeese will also represent Louisiana in the NCAA tournament. The Tigers were assigned to the Arizona State Regional. The Cowgirls are headed to Evanston, Illinois, and the Northwestern Regional. Louisiana Raging Cajuns baseball gets swept by Texas State over the weekend. Final scores, 7-5, 6-4, and 11-9. The Cajuns open the final week of the regular season tomorrow at home against Nichols. In high school baseball, North Vermilion narrowly misses a second straight state title. South Terrebonne beat the Patriots 7-6 in extra innings to win the Class 4A title. Congratulations to North Vermilion on another outstanding season. In pro football, Jarvis Landry is coming home. The former standout at Letcher High School and LSU has signed with the New Orleans Saints. David Grubb has the story. Last season, the Saints had one of the worst wide receiving cores in the NFL. After reaching agreement on a one-year deal with former Lutcher and LSU star Jarvis Landry, NOLA.com Saints writer Rod Walker says this season they could have one of the best. Just give them that third receiver, and this team all of a sudden has three legitimate wide receivers. Landry, a five-time Pro Bowl selection with the Browns and Dolphins, is coming off of two down seasons due to injury. Walker says the Saints won't ask him to carry a major load, and a healthy Landry should thrive in New Orleans. He basically be the number three receiver and. I'm David Grubb. Staying in sports, Bernie. 
Yes. In baseball, when you win a game, or excuse me, when you lose a game one to nothing, there's nothing really interesting about that, especially if you're the Cincinnati Reds, because after all, the Reds have been terrible this year. Okay. Even New York Mets fans are saying, man, thank God for the Reds this year. <laughs> but when you lose a game after pitching a no-hitter, Kinky! <laughs> That's what happened to the Cincinnati Reds yesterday. They threw eight no-hit innings, and they still lost one to nothing. Officially, it's not a no-hitter because the Reds did not pitch nine innings. They were the home team, and because they... Or excuse me, they were the visiting team at Pittsburgh, and since they uh, wound, they were still trailing after the top of the ninth, who needs to pitch a ninth inning? So eight no-hit innings pitched by the Cincinnati Reds, and they still lose one nothing. For those of you wondering, they walked the bases loaded, and then a fielder's choice allowed the run to score, one nothing. So a hitless one nothing loss. Oof, man, what a day. The Cincinnati Reds, a major league worst, nine wins on the season. That's that's pretty bad, dude. So just remember, if you think your team sucks, at least you're not a Cincinnati Reds fan. <laughs> Great point. Mega Millions jackpot. Well, all the jackpots rising this weekend. Mega Millions at $112 million. Someone in Texas won a million dollars. So if you cross the border and you bought a, a, mm. a Mega Millions ticket in either Houston or Beaumont, check that Ooh. ticket. You may have won a million dollars. Well, and who doesn't have a relative there? It could yeah, be one of has. our relatives. Everybody has relatives in Texas. Hey, some of us have exes in Texas, so there you go. <laughs> Call George Strait. Powerball jackpot up to $90 million. Someone in South Carolina won $2 bucks. Lotto jackpot up to $1,550,000. And the Easy Five up to $100,000. By the way, yes. Powerball is up for grabs tonight. The Monday drawing, $90 million. Maybe you will get lucky this evening. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you remember the Cincinnati Reds, buy a ticket, then you can <laughs> run away and give up that big-time contract, because Lord, uh-huh. is it worth getting paid a no. lot of money when your team sucks? Yeah, well, I can see both sides, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it probably sucks pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, good Lord. <laughs> Throw a no-hitter and you still lose a game. Oh, man. That's a rough Aye. one. Yeah, it is a tough one. Makes me feel better about my athletic abilities. Me too. And, and finally, Bernie, yes, Friday sir. was an important day. Oh, was it? Okay. And we completely missed it. What was it? Did I miss? Friday was National Blame Someone Else Day. All right. Yeah. Okay, you blame me and I'll blame you. It's like the airing of grievances just a few months earlier. Uh, <laughs> Friday also was, and these are some of the holidays that I wish we would have uh, caught. We were very busy, caught. though. We were. It was National Apple Pie Day. Mm. It was National Crouton Day. Ooh. Yeah. It was my... Your computer is broken day? Yeah, my computer making noises day. That's today. (laughs) No, it's not. I was like, where the hell is that coming from? (laughs) It's not going to die. No. Uh, National Fruit Cocktail Day. Ooh. And this was appropriate for the Rain Frog Festival. National Frog Jumping Day. All of those are Friday. Mm -hmm. Now, today is let's see today by the way is national pay your state taxes day it's the last day to pay your uh, state taxes which i need to do oh yes all right okay because i uh, i owe the department of revenue uh, like 500 bucks so today is national check your wipers day oh all right which is something that's good a lot of you may be running around with bad wiper blades Mm -hmm. it's national mimosa day Ooh, good day all right, it's so I have, also, to, I have to go today. But here's to the thing. Early, I guess. Now we have to decide. Do we want to do National Mimosa Day 
or National Barbecue Day. Ooh, could we have both? Eh, I don't see why not. It's also National Piercing Day. Just don't get too uh, carried away. National Coquillo Saint-Jacques Day. I'm not sure what that one is. Oh, National Biographer's Day. Mm. National Love a Tree Day. Aww. National Do Something Good for Your Neighbor Day. Oh, that's kind of sweet. If you like your neighbors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And lastly, for those of you who are child of the 70s, or children of the 70s and 80s, National Sea Monkey Day. (laughs) Oh, I need to get on that and order one. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen a sea monkey since the mid-1990s. I wonder if they're still around. (laughs) Tell the truth. They probably are. They're probably in the back of comic books for sale. I would assume so. Hmm. Who knows? They are tiny brine shrimp. So that mm-hmm. that's exactly uh, what mm. sea monkeys are. Let's see. Do a quick Google search. Can we fry sea them? Sea monkeys. Uh, are they look. tasty with a cocktail sauce? I don't know. Yes, they are still for sale. Okay. Figured. The original sea-monkeys.com. Uh, ah, well, that is good to know. Thank you. I think as if I am completely, I don't know, full, up to date, you know, my life is complete now, E. Thank you. That's how I knew I was not uh, cut out to own a pet. I, my sea monkeys died. <laughs> okay, dude, that's rough. Yeah, it is. Gosh, what a rough one. Did you just not feed them? What do sea monkeys eat? I, I don't know what was in those packets. All I remember is that uh, apparently I didn't do it frequently enough. Oh, well, okay, that happens. No and finding perpetual light shine upon them. Yes. Your news update brought to you by Home <laughs> Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. A very quiet forecast across Acadiana coming up here through pretty much the rest of the week. I think temperatures are going to be sitting in the 90s, low 90s. We may see our first 100-degree heat index sometime this week. It looks like it's going to be hot and humid. A 20% chance for an isolated shower a little later on this evening. We'll see a little more rainfall out over east of the basin, but a little spillover going to be possible. Winds are going to be coming from the west at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight getting down to around 71 degrees kind of sit there for the next several nights not much change i think the next chance we could see some pretty decent showers could be over the weekend looks like we'll be on the wetter side across the gulf coast maybe saturday into sunday for the storm team three weather lab i'm ktc meteorologist daniel phillips on news talk 96.5 kpal right now mostly clear skies 75 degrees we start a new work week and if you're waking up with a headache or your back hurts all that stuff oh well you see you don't have a great bed you need to get yourself a sleep number bed because just by touching a button you can adjust things within your sleep bed you get your own sleep number setting and so does your spouse so you remember those arguments that probably are still going on the bed is too soft the bed is too firm. Okay, you know what? With a sleep number bed, you, you get your own sleep number setting. So that's out of the way, so everybody's comfortable. In addition to that, the bed monitors you. So you will know exactly how you were sleeping the night before. Because every great day starts with a great night's sleep. So get yourself a sleep number bed. The bed will tell you how fast your heart is beating in the middle of the night. Do you toss and turn a lot? Then you can adjust the bed, and every morning you're going to know how well you slept the night before. You'll be able to get a sleep IQ score. So if your sleep IQ score is somewhere like in the 80s, you know it was a great night's sleep. It's lower maybe in the 60s. You need to do some adjustments. And our bodies change constantly, especially as we age. You know why I can still get up at this time of the morning and be this old? Sleep number bed.
Go to the store, find out more information. They are that amazing. It's proven quality sleep. They have decades of research now. Sleep number, it is the best bet on the market. Don't miss out on the savings. The Memorial Day sale is going on. You can save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. The Queen is now only $19.99, plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. It ends Monday, right at the Sleep Number store. They're right at the corner of Settler's Trace and Ambassador Caffrey in the same shopping center as Whole Foods. Why are you sleeping on old, outdated technology? Get a Sleep Number bed. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. So the only traffic tie-up to report this morning, a little stalled vehicle. It's on South Main Street near Washington. It's a stalled vehicle on Main Street near South Washington. Please buckle up. Keep it safe out there. Our traffic update brought to you by Bruce Hard Pochet, certified public accountants, your firm for life. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. It's coming up now on 623 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, Ian Ozan here with you. How are you? I am doing all right. A bit disappointed, though, because I'm on the Department of Revenue's website. Yeah. And apparently, to uh, pay your taxes online is a two-step process. Typical Mm. Louisiana. They never make anything easy. Uh, After you (laughs) fill out do part one, they send you a letter that you need to do, that you need to complete the second part. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who waited to the last minute to pay your taxes, as I have, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) you better send a check in the mail. Oopsie. Uh, there's also credit card payments, uh, apparently, by telephone as well. So oh. there, there is that. So there's a little bit of hope. That's a an little, extra... little option, then. And after paying the state taxes, what's an extra $2.50 to do the phone right. payment? I mean, yeah, you know, it's no biggie. Okay, so it actually would send you a letter? That according to, because I just tried to do it during the commercial break, uh, apparently it sends you a letter to complete the online registration process. Oh. Which, isn't that the point of doing things online, online? so you don't have to deal with the mail? Yeah, I'm guessing they just didn't get enough money to upgrade their computer systems. Gee, thanks, legislature. Right? Well, I mean, you know, I guess there's never enough money to go around. But yeah, you would think they could look at other other departments that do have the availability to like do that, I mean, yeah, you look at look at the Secretary of State's office. A lot of yeah. their stuff is online only now. Yeah, uh, you would uh, you would expect, and for someone who's running for governor and John Schroeder, mm-hmm. that's going to be a question. I'm sure somebody's going to ask mm-hmm. him, "Hey, if you're running for governor, Can how in the world it? could did you were you not <laughs> able to get the Department of Revenue and the Treasury up to speed on this?" <laughs> well, and like, that's the thing. Maybe there's just no money. Maybe it's so massive, but mm, I don't and know. That, and that leads to a bigger issue in Louisiana where all the where a lot of the money, not all of it, but a lot of it is tied up in constitutional funds that really don't need to exist. And uh, I know there have been calls for a constitutional convention and remapping the state constitution because, again, there's a lot of stuff that's in it that shouldn't be there. But it's a matter of people wanting to let go of their piece of the pie, and that's yeah. the hardest part. Well, and then, you know, deciding how do we get members to have a constitutional convention – in other words, who to select? Do we well, elect those people? 
Are I think that's how it was. I think that's how it was done the first time. Is that you elect them from each uh, from wow. each house district? I forget the specifics of how it worked. I would need Jeremy Alford's book uh, mm. about the Constitutional Convention, which came out last year. And the mm. little bit that I've read of it so far is pretty good. Mm. But if I remember correctly, they were elected from each house district. Mm -hmm. And maybe for me, senatorial district as well. But don't quote me on that last part. Yeah, I can't remember either. Either way, it, it, it's something that I think drastically needs to be done. But my God, who wants to do that? Because then you go in there and all the constitutional protections as voters that we have voted on that we do want. Mm -hmm. There's the fear that that would then be completely turned around. And that's the thing. It's, Term it's limits, the, for example, even though well, they're weak. Well, that's the thing. And how do you get the, how do you figure out what the mandate's going to be? How do you mm -hmm. figure out what stays, what goes? And then the other part is what's in the state constitution that's already codified in Louisiana revised statutes mm. is just a redundancy. Yeah. What a mess. You know, I hate voting, you know, having to decide one way or another because the system is so, you know, it's ridiculous. It can be so complicated. But God, the thought of a constitutional convention while I know it's needed, it's kind of terrifying, I'll be honest. It, it is, and, and part of it is because it's been 50 years since we've had yeah. a constitutional convention. Next year's mm -hmm. the 50th anniversary of uh, the convention. And you think of a lot of the state players that came out of it, Buddy Romer among them, mm -hmm. and some of the other names when you look at, uh, John Alario was there, and you look at some of the other names that came out of that constitutional convention that later on, played huge roles in state government, Bu uh, mm. Bubba Henry, Jim Brown, mm -hmm. uh, and the list goes on and on as I, as I scroll through here. It's, it's weird that a lot of the big players over the last 50 years came from the Constitutional Convention, and now they're all shuffling off. Mm. That's a nice way to put it. They're all shuffling away. <laughs> well, in in a political sense, they certainly yeah, no, are. No, you're right. You're right. I just uh, I think it was kind of uh, adorable shuffle. <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. All right, it's coming up now in six twenty eight. <laughs> oh, you never know what kind of hijinks Ian and I might get up to this morning. Mark Popa also joined the show, and yeah. we'll also talk with Chris Babin from the Better Business Bureau who brings it right down to home in terms of scammers and, and what kind of fiendish things they do. Um, and, it, you know, the Scam Tracker is an available tool to anybody. You can go on the BBB's website, look at scams that are actually being tried or have been successful in our area. In addition to that, you can tell your story, too. You can let people know what's going on. These are very useful. So we'll spotlight one of those coming up a little bit later on. Today, Ian, you ready to do some news on the way? Let's do it. Ah. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. It's 6.32 in the morning, 76 degrees outside. Daniel Phillips says some clouds with a 20% chance of showers today. Highs of around 93. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette where the funeral procession for fire engineer Alex Bork will take place this morning. Bork died last week after a battle with cancer. He was 26. 
Visitation will take place from 8 to 11.30 at Martin and Castile Funeral Home on West Farrell Road. After that, police and fire vehicles will escort Bork and his family to St. Martin de Tours Catholic Church in St. Martinville for the funeral. The procession route will follow Farrell Road to Frembustani to Ambassador Caffrey. From there, the procession will go down Ambassador, then turn onto South Bernard Road and Albertsons Parkway. Then from there, go to St. Nazaire and LA 96. If you travel that route, any part of that route during the lunch hour, officials advise you to take a detour. In St. Martinville, an arrest in the case of a missing man. Albert Willis disappeared last June. Police say they've arrested Portia Kale on obstruction of justice charges. According to investigators, Kale intentionally deceived them and failed to cooperate with the case. Police say they have a warrant for a second arrest, but they've not released specifics about that warrant. An Arneville woman is dead from injury she sustained in a crash two weeks ago. Elaine Artique's car was struck by an SUV when she failed to yield while crossing US-190 on LA 741. State troopers say impairment was not a factor in the crash. In Vermilion Parish, charges are pending against a driver in a deadly crash. State troopers say a pickup truck rear-ended a tractor, or excuse me, rear-ended a tractor traveling along US-167. The crash caused the tractor to flip, causing its driver, Alvin Minnick Jr., or killing his driver, rather, Alvin Minnick Jr. The crash remains under investigation. On the COVID front, the state Supreme Court rules in favor of a pastor who openly violated the state's pandemic lockdown order. Kevin Gallagher has the update. A 5-2 to two majority of justices on the high court ruled Life Tabernacle Church Pastor Tony Spell's rights were violated when he was arrested for flouting the governor's stay-at-home order. That didn't survive strict scrutiny by the court under the First Amendment. That's Loyola Law Professor Dane Cialino, who says the court feels the orders were inconsistent, with some places allowed to be open and active and some not. The virus doesn't know the difference. Cialino says the ruling won't necessarily hurt future emergency orders from Edwards, but it does leave the potential for further legal action, this time by spell seeking damages. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Meanwhile, Louisiana is back to its most, uh, mostly back to its pre-pandemic routine. Still state health officials are monitoring the spread of COVID in the state. Brooke Thorington has that story. And most tests are being administered at home, and those positive rapid tests never work their way in our dashboard. So there's more COVID than the test would reflect. The percent positivity probably is, is not what it should be. Edwards says the state's positivity rate is nearing 10%. It's grown from 0.07% in only six weeks. But he says on a positive note, hospitalizations have not mirrored the increase of case counts. So all in all, we're in a good place. I'm Brooke Thorington. At the Capitol, state lawmakers have made cuts to Governor John Bell Edwards' wish list. In addition to slashing proposed funds for the, new, for the new Mississippi River Bridge, the Senate Finance Committee is calling for smaller teacher pay raises. Governor Edwards wanted to boost teacher pay raises by $2,000, but according to committee chairman Jerome Zerang, $1,500 of raises is enough. $148 million in additional funding in DOE for pay raises for teachers, or $1,500 per teacher and support staff, $750, to bring them closer to the national southern average. Two, two bills dealing with the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge will be heard in committee today. The House Transportation Committee will take up Representative Jonathan Gudo's bill to create a Basin Bridge Commission and a Basin Bridge Police Force. The committee will also discuss Senator Paige Cortez's bill to double speeding fines on the bridge. Cortez's bill would also allow DOTD to add safety cameras along the span. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin Cajun softball team is headed to, to the NCAA Regionals. The Cajuns hit four home runs in the fifth inning to beat Texas State to win the Sun Belt title on Saturday. 
The Cajuns have been assigned to the Clemson Regional. They'll play Auburn on Friday. Clemson, meanwhile, will get UNC Wilmington in the first round. The double, elimina double elimination tournament runs through Sunday. LSU and McNeese will also represent the state in the NCAA tournament. The Tigers were assigned to the Arizona State Regional. The Cowgirls are headed to Evanston, Illinois, and the Northwestern Regional. Louisiana Raging Cajuns baseball gets swept by Texas State over the weekend. Final score, 7-5, 6-4, and 11-9. The Cajuns open the final week of the regular season tomorrow at home against Nichols. In high school baseball, North Vermilion narrowly misses a second straight state title. South Terrebonne beat the Patriots 7-6 in extra innings to win the Class 4A championship. Congratulations to North Vermilion on another outstanding season. Staying in baseball, the Cincinnati Reds throw a no-hitter. They still lose 1-0 to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Cincinnati Reds are so bad that any high school team in Louisiana could beat them at this point. In pro football, Jarvis Landry is coming home. The former standout at Lutcher High School and at LSU has signed with the New Orleans Saints. David Grubb has a story. Last season, the Saints had one of the worst wide receiving cores in the NFL. After reaching agreement on a one-year deal with former Lutcher and LSU star Jarvis Landry, NOLA.com Saints writer Rod Walker says this season they could have one of the best. Just give them that third receiver, and this team all of a has three legitimate wide receivers. Landry, a five-time Pro Bowl selection with the Browns and Dolphins, is coming off of two down seasons due to injury. Walker says the Saints won't ask him to carry a major load, and a healthy Landry should thrive in New Orleans. That could be the number three receiver and on a I'm David Grubb. On the changing channels front, the New York Post reporting that NBC and Drew Brees have parted ways. Drew Brees, though, responding to that speculation uh, on Twitter, writing, quote, Despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I am currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for the pickleball tour, senior golf tour, and coach my kids, or all of the above. I'll let you know. <laughs> Wow. No, Drew Brees said, I may play football again. Drew, Drew we love you, but don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Nobody Tell us what you really think. <laughs> yeah, look, he should have retired two years before he did. Uh, it, mm -hmm. Don't do not do it, Drew. Don't, mm -hmm. don't, don't mess up the legacy. That's, that's all Tom Brees can, not Tom Brees, Tom Brady can do right now is mess up his legacy. <laughs> Lord, 45 years old. And I get it. You can still play the game, but you just signed a 10-year, $375 million contract with Fox. Take the money and run, Tom. It's not worth getting banged up by guys who are bigger, faster, and stronger every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Though with that said, I guess Tom Brady did what Ponce de Leon couldn't do and found the fountain of youth. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. And so many other things I could say, but I'm not going to. No. Mega Millions jackpot up to $112 million. Powerball at $90 million. Lotto at $1,550,000. The Easy Five at $100,000. That Powerball jackpot, by the way, up for grabs tonight. Maybe you will get lucky this evening. And finally, Bernie, go yes. to the mailbag right quick. Okay, mailbag us, baby. Uh, Gunny checks in. He says mimosas do not pair with barbecue, but he said he would be down for bourbon and barbecue. Ah, so. okay. Which, which is not a bad idea yeah. at all. Um, and now our true, <laughs> finally, you've heard of people who have photobombed others. Oh, yeah. Or mm -hmm. may have crashed parties. Yeah, sure. And? Well, Australians, Australia's prime minister yeah. <laughs> had a campaign event crashed. Oh. By a man dressed to impersonate Kim Jong-un. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man, that's great. It happened Friday. Video of the, of the event for a liberal member of parliament, Gladys Liu, 
took place at uh, a manufacturing business in Melbourne. Showed the man, the video showed the man in a black pinstripe suit with slit back hair and sunglasses in a similar style to the North Korean leader. <laughs> and if you look at the picture, it's a pretty good impersonation. The man was apparently able to get past security before loudly declaring that Lou was supporting the Communist Party of China. And now that she's going to support the North Korean regime, <laughs> the prime minister's staff stepped in. They questioned the man and then escorted him out of the building. Oh, I'll bet they did. When questioned, he referred to himself as, quote, the supreme leader, ah. end quote. Okay. Only problem is the Supreme Leader had an Australian accent, oh, so obviously well. was not Kim right. Jong numero uh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And before we go to break, it's <laughs> yes, time sir. for our trivia brought to you by Carson uh, World. I'm ready. We're going to do Blazing Saddles trivia today. Oh, I'm going to fail. I oh, should have watched it this weekend. Yeah, it was on it was Sundance on. yesterday. Yes, it was. I was preoccupied. When Hedley Lamar, yes, yes. it's Hedley Lamar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Announces that he is going to raid and uh, take over Rock Ridge. He tells Taggart that he needs a certain that he needs certain groups of people. Quote: uh-huh. I want rustlers, cutthroats, murderers, bounty hunters, desperados, mugs, pugs, thugs, nitwits, <laughs> halfwits, dimwits, vipers, snipers, conmen, Indian agents, Mexican bandits, muggers, buggers, bushwhackers, uh-huh. horn swagglers, train robbers. <laughs> Expletive deleted kickers. Uh-huh. And he closes out with with a religious denomination. Uh-huh. A Christian denomination. Okay. What Christian denomination did uh-huh. Hedley Lamar want to help raid Rockridge? The Jehovah's Witnesses? No. The Pentecostals? No. Who? The Methodists. Oh, the Methodists. All he right. wanted Methodists. Oh, shame on me. Oh. All right. Well, no bell for me. And I go away. Kind of with my tail between my legs, I'm going to be honest. I knew I should have watched it yesterday. I saw it. I was thinking about you. I was like, oh, I should watch this again. But then I got preoccupied. I was reading. So, man. Man, Ian. All right. Well, when it comes on again, it'll probably come on again this week. Look, and if you have On Demand, you can. I have the the Mm -hmm. DVD somewhere, uh, Mm -hmm. hiding around somewhere. But, uh, but yes, Blazing Saddles, a great movie that could never be made today. I'm so shamed. All right, it's coming up now on 643. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana today going to be very, very summer-like outside. Highs getting up to about 92 degrees in the afternoon. Heat index going to be running in the upper 90s. May even see the first triple-digit heat index later this week. 20% chance for an isolated shower later on this evening. Winds coming from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Overnight lows in the lower 70s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, clear skies. Oh, it dipped a little bit, 74 degrees. Our weather update brought to you by QC Kinetics. Are you totally exhausted and completely annoyed with the arthritis pain? So many people are. Well, guess what? There's new technology now, and it's finally come to our area. QC Kinetics is about taking your own body and making it help repair itself. Restoring and repairing your damaged tissue in the process This is really different. QC Kinetics is about actually making your body work for you. No steroids involved in this, no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. Emmett Smith, you've heard him. He's raved about it. It is that different. QC Kinetics, you can call for a free consultation, 
It's effective and it's powerful. And if you're tired of the back pain, you're tired of all the pain in your knees. Get something that can help you have your body restore itself and repair the damaged tissue. Call for the free consultation. QC Kinetics, 337-243-4222. 337-243-4222. It is worth it. 337-243-4222. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. No traffic crashes. The only thing, a breakdown, Main Street near Washington. That's Main Street near Washington. It is coming up now at 648. Bernie and Ian here with you this morning. John Williams from Love of People. Also joining us. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So tonight is the big night. So we're doing uh, Blue Monday, Country Rhythm and Blue Monday. I love this name. (laughs) It's uh, Country Rhythm and Blue Monday. This is our second time uh, partnering up with Town Square Media to produce this show. Um, We're going to be at Grouse Room tonight, downtown Lafayette. Uh, the doors open at five and the music starts at six. And, um, again, we have, uh, Blaine Roy, Jared Lane, Ken Holloway, and Michael Scott Boudreaux, um, joining our Blue Monday house band. And, um, the theme of our show is just, you know, different people coming together for a common purpose. And that's our Blue Monday mission, providing quality of life for aging musicians and artists throughout Acadiana. And it's just a very special show. It is. And, you know, these people have been working for decades in most cases to entertain, but also support our culture here in this area. But with with that kind of work, it doesn't always mean that they can afford health care over the years. And, and that shouldn't have to be. No, uh, it's just, you know, really uh, providing the respect that that these people deserve you know our creatives you know they they're the one that created our culture they sacrifice their lives for it uh it doesn't come with a playbook on how to do it you know <laughs> um so with blue monday mission does we step in we we help the older generation and then also we've extended the mission into the younger generation to help prevent some of those pitfalls um you know, for for the next generation so that we can continue to sustain our culture. Yeah, I love this. And so, all right, so it's $10 to get in, but if you give $20, there's a difference, right? Yes, ma'am. $10 to get in, $20 at the door, you can get a blue plate special. Mm. And tonight we're... um, we're doing uh, red beans and rice with fried chicken wings. Oh. Uh, it's going to be very delicious. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. I'll let you listeners know that if you bring a case of diapers or wipes to kick off Julie, the Williams Brothers Diaper Drive, then I'll feed you for free. Oh, I love oh. that. That's great. Now, if we send someone with diapers on our behalf, will you send a plate <laughs> of food back with them for us? I'll send it a to-go plate. <laughs> That's good thinking. Ian, you're you're like hilarious. And John, that's super sweet. <laughs> In all seriousness, though. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. 
I was going to say, uh, in, at the end of the day, we all know a case of diapers is more than $10, so it's the least I can do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beautiful thing is that all of this, we're having a lot of fun with it, talking about the, about the food and, the, and about the donations, but all of this helps worthy causes in the community, from children and parents who need help procuring diapers and other does, needs for their babies, for musicians who may not have the savings, to take care of their health needs. Everything that the Blue Monday mission does goes back to the community. And for those who are listening now and hearing about it for the first time, what other uh, efforts do you uh, do you and the Blue Monday mission do? Um, with the quality of life services, uh, you know, quality of life can be found in some of the smallest things, you know, cutting your grass, uh, consistently delivering groceries, um, helping pay for, you know, your, your yeah, utility bills. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've, we've done so much. Love of people, we actually started 10 years ago, and we do a community Thanksgiving. We have a community Christmas gumbo. Um, what our mission is about love of people, helping others help others. Um, our goal is to allow the community somewhere to really connect on a grassroots level. Um, you know, it's one thing to just, you know, send a check or make a donation, but whenever you're able to actually connect with the community that we're serving, um, I know in my heart and I've seen it with my own eyes that it's, it's, it hits different. You know, um, I have uh, Alan Green who for the last four, four or five years has been helping me with the Williams brothers diaper drive and just the way he's taken it over and taken it upon himself to plug his family in, you know, it's, it's a family affair uh, and it's a beautiful thing to watch. I would imagine it certainly is. And like you said, it connects people who are ready and willing and able to help with folks who need a a, a little help. And if you haven't bought diapers in a while, <laughs> oh, man, that's expensive. Oh, golly. And it's a necessity. You know, again, um, some people, you know, they sit back and they want to help but don't know how. And, you know, sometimes it's a small gesture. Uh, what, what would be small to us? Uh, I can assure you it's a, it's a major thing in someone's life who needs that help. Indeed. Indeed. Well, John, thank you so much. Best of luck to y'all tonight. And we know you're going to have a great time. Oh, yes. I, I hope to see you guys. And uh, let's come out and support the Blue Monday mission tonight at the Grouse Room, 6 p.m. All right, sir. Take care of yourself. Appreciate you. It's coming up now on 654 on Acadiana's Morning News. Look. $10 get you in for all of that delicious, fun music. Want to add more deliciousness? Donate 20 bucks, And you get, uh, ooh, that delicious food and all the music. Oh, my gosh. What a night. It's going to be a fun mm-hmm. one. And today is going to be so hot. Daniel Phillips says sunny, high at 93. 20% chance of us, uh, eh, some of us going to have to do a little pop-up thunderstorms like we normally have for the summertime. And even though it doesn't. Say it's summertime on the calendar. We all know it feels that way. And then Daniel was alluding to we're probably going to have heat indices closer to 100 later this week. So, Ian, it's going to be a hot one today. It's going to be a hot one, but it's also going to be cool tonight with Blue Monday. Yum, yum. Go get you some. (laughs) It may sound unbelievable, but a ransomware attack has caused a 158-year-old college in Illinois to close its doors forever, providing us all with a sad but very teachable I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. 
Visit tmobile.com slash 55 today. Lincoln College was founded in 1864 in Lincoln, Illinois. It offered associate, bachelor's, and master's programs and amazingly saw record-breaking student enrollment in fall 2019. Then came COVID. Some students studied online. Others deferred classes until COVID receded. But then, in a one-two punch in December, its entire computer network, its employee files, fundraising, student records, grades, payroll, everything was lost in one ransomware attack. The lesson? By simply investing in a top-notch IT department with a qualified staff, this catastrophic disaster would not have happened. I'll help you stay text all the time at commando.com. As a small business owner juggling 100 balls in the air at once, there's just no time to interview candidates who aren't qualified for the job. That's where LinkedIn Jobs comes in. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier and faster than ever for you to find the people who you want to interview and for free. Create a free job post in minutes to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. That's linkedin.com slash Kim. This is your number one news, weather, and traffic source in Acadiana. This is News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. The 34th annual Cajun Heartland State Fair is coming to the Cajun Dome May 26th through June 5th. News Talk 96.5 KPL reminds you to get your My Choice wristband vouchers now and save. The News Talk 96.5 KPL My Choice wristband vouchers are early bird priced for only $20 each. You choose which day you want to use the wristband with the News Talk 96.5 KPL My Choice wristbands. Only $20 now through the first day of the fair, Thursday, May 25th. After that, the price goes up to $30 each. Get My Choice wristband vouchers now at the Cajun Dome box office or online at CajunDome.com. LUS presents the 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair, May 26th to June 5th at the Cajun Dome. Experience wild rides on the Gold Star Midway and free family entertainment at Lanyop Lane. For more info, go to CajunDome.com or go to KPL965.com and click on the Cajun Dome link for more. Brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL, where Acadiana comes to talk. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. He was ready to kill even more. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, until the gunman who started shooting up a luncheon at a Laguna Woods, California church was stopped. A pastor threw a chair at his head, then others hogtied him and took his guns. That group of churchgoers displayed what we believe is exceptional heroism, heroism and bravery in intervening, or intervening to stop the suspect. Orange County Undersheriff Jeff Halleck, one person was killed, five injured. The accused gunman is an Asian in his 60s. His rampage a day after a massacre at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York, 10 people killed, three injured, almost all the victims black. Police say 18-year-old Peyton Gendron, who faces first-degree murder charges, posted a white supremacist 
manifesto just days before the shooting. The DOJ is investigating the attack as a hate crime and as racially motivated extremism. Gendron is due back in court Thursday. Among those killed, retired police officer Aaron Salter Jr. He was working as a security guard at the store and shot the suspect, but his body armor blocked that bullet. Fox's Jackie Abanez. President Biden will go to Buffalo tomorrow. His parents keep looking for baby formula. The FDA commissioner says an Abbott production facility shut down after recall. A big factor in the shortage could reopen in two weeks. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says votes are likely this week on emergency authority to loosen some regulations for baby formula covered by federal nutrition programs and a spending bill to address the formula shortage is also expected. The FDA is loosening controls over some imports of baby formula from overseas. Fox's Jared Halpern. Sweden's moving closer to joining NATO. So is Finland making its application official today. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's in Helsinki. The goal in the United States will be able to, will be to approve that as rapidly as possible. All NATO members have to approve the two new countries. McConnell and three other Republican senators visited Kiev over the weekend, meeting with Ukraine's president. Another record of the gas pump, regular up another penny today. AAA's national average, 448 per gallon. America's listening to Fox News. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. You know, every three seconds, there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web. Now, protecting your identity can be very easy thanks to LifeLock by Norton. No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business. But LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself. And you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. The Supreme Court may issue opinions today on cases it heard this term. A final abortion ruling is not expected yet after the leaked draft opinion showing conservative justices preparing to overturn the Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortion rights. That has led to pro-choice activists protesting outside justices' homes. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tells CNN State of the Union. This is a dangerous court to families, to freedom in our country. If the justices end up making that ruling final, they will be letting states restrict abortions, and the results will be very different in Republican red states than in those that are Democrat blue. Oklahoma Republican Governor Kevin Stitt says his state will protect the unborn from abortion, even if the mother's life is at risk. We don't think that killing one to protect another is the right thing to do either. Colorado Governor Jared Polis, a Democrat, signed a law in his state that codifies Roe, even if it's struck down. This is not about the government making that decision. It's about women making that decision. Both were on Fox News Sunday. A Supreme Court decision on abortion rights is expected in June or July. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down modestly. The Dow has dropped seven weeks in a row. In the NBA playoffs, two game sevens without much drama. The Dallas Mavericks blew out the Suns in Phoenix 
by 33 points to move on to play Golden State in the Western Conference Finals after the Boston Celtics 28-point wipeout of the Milwaukee Bucks to advance to play Miami for the Eastern Conference title. On the ice, two overtime thrillers. Here's Fox. Panarin, right wing circle. Shoot! Artemi Panarin's goal won it for the New York Rangers, beating Pittsburgh 4-3 on TBS to advance to round two. The Calgary Flames also move on after winning a game seven in overtime, beating Dallas 3-2. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 7.08 in the morning, 76 degrees outside. Daniel Phillips says some clouds with a 20% chance of showers today. Highs of around 93. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette, where the funeral procession for fire engineer Alex Bork will take place this morning. Bork died last week after a battle with cancer. He was 26. Visitation will take place from 8 to 11.30 at Martin and Castile Funeral Home on West Farrell Road. After that, police and fire vehicles will escort Bork and his family to St. Martin de Tours Catholic Church in St. Martinville for the funeral. The procession route will follow Farrell Road to Frimboustani and Ambassador Caffrey. From there, the procession will turn onto South Bernard Road in Broussard and Albertsons Parkway to St. Nazaire and LA-96. In St. Martinville, an arrest in the case of a missing man. Albert Willis disappeared last June. Police say they've arrested Portia Kale on obstruction of justice charges. According to investigators, Kale lied to them and failed to cooperate with the case. Police say they have a warrant for a second arrest, but they've not released specifics about that warrant. An Arneville woman is dead after she suffered injuries in a crash two weeks ago. Elaine Artique's car was struck by an SUV when she failed to yield while crossing Highway 190 on LA 741. State troopers say impairment was not a factor in the crash. In Vermilion Parish, charges are pending against a driver in a deadly crash there. State troopers say a pickup truck rear-ended a tractor traveling along US 167. The crash caused the tractor to flip, killing its driver, Alvin Minnick Jr. The crash remains under investigation. On the COVID front, the state Supreme Court rules in favor of a pastor who openly violated the state's pandemic lockdown order. Kevin Gallagher has the update. A 5-2 to two majority of justices on the high court ruled Life Tabernacle Church Pastor Tony Spell's rights were violated when he was arrested for flouting the governor's stay-at-home order. That didn't survive strict scrutiny by the court under the First Amendment. That's Loyola Law Professor Dane Cialino, who says the court feels the orders were inconsistent, with some places allowed to be open and active and some not. The virus doesn't know the difference. Cialino says the ruling won't necessarily hurt future emergency orders from Edwards, but it does leave the potential for further legal action, this time by spell seeking damages. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Meanwhile, Louisiana is mostly back to its pre-pandemic routine. Still, state health officials are monitoring the spread of COVID in the state. Brooke Dorrington has that story. And most tests are being administered at home, and those positive rapid tests never work their way in our dashboard. So there's more COVID than the test would reflect. The percent positivity probably is, is not what it should be. Edwards says the state's positivity rate is nearing 10%. It's grown from 0.07% in only six weeks. But he says on a positive note, hospitalizations have not mirrored the increase of case counts. So all in all, we're in a good place. I'm Brooke Thorrington. 
at the Capitol. State lawmakers have made cuts to Governor John Bell Edwards' wish list. In addition to slashing proposed funds for the new Mississippi River Bridge, the Senate Finance Committee is calling for smaller teacher pay raises. Governor Edwards wants to boost teacher pay by $2,000. Committee Chairman Jerome Zerang says $1,500 in raises is enough. It's $148 million in additional funding in DOE for pay raises for teachers, or $1,500 per teacher and support staff, $750, to bring them closer to the national southern average. Two bills dealing with the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge will be heard in committee today. The House Transportation Committee will take up Representative Jonathan Gudo's bill to create a Basin Bridge Commission and a Basin Bridge Police Force. The committee will also discuss Senator Paige Cortez's bill to double speeding fines on the bridge. Cortez's bill would also allow DOTD to add safety cameras along the span. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin Cajun softball team is headed to the NCAA Regionals. The Cajuns hit four home runs in the fifth inning to beat Texas State in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament Championship game on Saturday. The Cajuns have been assigned to the Clemson Regional. They'll play Auburn in Friday's first-round game. That's a 131st pitch. Clemson will play UNC Wilmington in the opening round. That contest scheduled for 11 o'clock Central Time. The double elimination tournament runs through Sunday. LSU and McNeese will also represent Louisiana in the NCAA tournament. The Tigers were assigned to the Arizona State Regional. The Cowgirls are headed to Evanston, Illinois, and the Northwestern Regional. To baseball, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team gets swept by Texas State over the weekend. Final score, 7-5 on Friday, 6-4 on Saturday, 11-9 on Sunday. The Cajuns open the final week of the regular season tomorrow at home against Nichols. In high school baseball, North Vermillion narrowly misses a second straight state title. South Terrebonne beat the Patriots 7-6 in extra innings to win the Class 4A championship. Congratulations to North Vermillion on yet another outstanding season. In pro football, Jarvis Landry is coming home. The former standout at Lutcher High School and at LSU has signed with the New Orleans Saints. David Grubb has the story. Last season, the Saints had one of the worst wide receiving cores in the NFL. After reaching agreement on a one-year deal with former Lutcher and LSU star Jarvis Landry, NOLA.com Saints writer Rod Walker says this season they could have one of the best. Just give them that third receiver, and this team all of a sudden has three legitimate wide receivers. Landry, a five-time Pro Bowl selection with the Browns and Dolphins, is coming off of two down seasons due to injury. Walker says the Saints won't ask him to carry a major load, and a healthy Landry should thrive in New Orleans. He basically be the number three receiver and. I'm David Grubb. Nobody won the big lottery jackpots over the weekend. Powerball jackpot tonight worth $90 million. Mega Millions tomorrow, $112 million. Lotto on Wednesday, $1,550,000. Easy five at $100,000. Mark Allen Pope is joining us in studio. Yeah, yes, right. that is correct, Ian. Good morning right. to you. Good morning to you mm -hmm. too, sir. What's the longest you have ever walked at one time? Oh, my gosh. Well, here in the parking lot, when I got my prosthetic hip some uh, some while back, a decade or so back, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm as healthy as I've ever been, I, I said, oh, man, I'm feeling good. So I walked up and down. I measured the parking lot, and I walked up and down, and I walked over a mile, Ian. So yeah, I've, I've probably walked longer than that, but the next day, that was on a Sunday. The next day on Monday, I felt like I had walked 100 miles. Well, we got a man from North Carolina. He walked more than 100 miles. No. Five-month trek, 1,175 miles. Mm-mm-mm. 
the man's name is, let's see if we can find it. His name is Trail Marshall. He uh, has a full beard. Apparently, he, he grew it before the five-month trek. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's a signature look. But he walked the North Carolina Mountains to Sea Trail. Started it, or he finished on May the 6th. That was 10 days ago. Arrived at Jockey's Ridge State Park in Nags Head, North Carolina. 406-day trek along the Appalachian Trail in June 2020. Wow. And this gentleman's name is Trial Martin? Trail Marshall. Trail Marshall. Okay, so it should be Marshall's Trail. He should... He well, should Reverse those names. Yeah, I agree with that. It Marshall's should be named trail. for him. Yeah. Kitty Hawk Mayor uh, Craig Garris uh, congratulated Mr. Marshall after he completed the trek. Uh, who knows what his next adventure is going to be, but after uh, more than 1,100 miles of walking, I would imagine he's going to be taking a nice long break after that. I would think so. So there you go. 1,175 miles, five months. I, I, I stand corrected. The Appalachian Trail of March was a different one. He started that in June 2020. That was the first one that he did. That took him 406 days. This was the second one he's done. This one took him, as we mentioned, uh, several months, five months to do, but still. God bless him. He's a better man than I am. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's a better man than I. I hope his hips are healthy. So, yes, indeed. If yes. not, you'll need a good surgeon. Yes. Well, look, let's uh, examine our weather and traffic. When we come back, Ian, I want to talk a little sports because I have a question for the sports guru, guru, a.k.a. Ian Ozan. So let's do that coming up. Sounds good. Here's Daniel Son with the weather at 760. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Partly cloudy skies across Acadiana. Today, temperatures are going to be getting up to about 92 degrees in the afternoon. We're going to see maybe a 20% chance for an isolated shower or two late this afternoon. I think we'll see a little bit more east of the basin, but a little spillover going to be possible. We'll see winds from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Lows tonight going to be getting down into the low 70s. Quiet through most of the week. Hot, humid conditions kind of day in and day out over the next several days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Just one thing on the board, and that was a wreck in the 2100 block of the Evangeline Thruway. To be specific, 2103 Northwest Evangeline Thruway. Wreck happening there shortly before 7. It might be cleared out, but... Don't take that chance. Take an alternate route, if possible, and uh, definitely buckle it up and keep it safe on this Monday morning. Twenty in the morning, a beautiful Monday morning across Acadiana. Hopefully, yours is a good one as well. This is Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Ian Ozan, joined in the saddle right now. By the man, the myth, the legend. He is the talkmeister. He is the one, the only. Mark Allen Pope joining us in studio this morning. Popus Maximus, how are you, my friend? Oh, it's a Monday morning. The sun's out. I got up. You got up. So all is well. The computer on this is a little slow, but we have to play your uh, theme music if you're going to be uh, on the show this morning. And the computer is still running slow, so it's not playing the music. <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll be oh, sure. There to- it goes. 
course we have to get the Talkmeister music in here. But uh, the Talkmeister had a question for so yours truly. I, I, I do, Ian. I do. I was going to say I did, but I still have the question, so I better stick with present tense. I do have a question. All right, let's set this up. The topic is UL Ragin Cajun baseball and softball, all right? And so yep. let me let me set it up, and, and we can come back to the women. And by the way, congratulations to the softball team for winning the Sunbelt Conference, and now they're headed to a regional. We'll talk about that, but let me set up this question, Ian. The common denominator is Texas State, the Texas State Bobcats. Yes. The women beat the Texas State Bobcats. Again, we'll come back to those details because that's not the thrust of my question. The men also played Texas State. And by the way, the women were playing the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in Mobile, Alabama. Mm -hmm. The baseball game, on the other hand, was played at, uh, what do they call in it? In San Bob Marcos. Yeah, in San Marcos, Bobcat uh, Stadium or Bobcat Field or whatever. And so the, the Texas State baseball team was, or still is, ranked first in the Sunbelt. Cajuns coming in and saying, man, we got to do well. We got to do well. Uh, we'd like to win the series, meaning two or three, but we could, we'd love to sweep. Right, a sweep even, would have put them in first place in the conference. Yes, and they got totally swept. They lost three games. By the way, the, the margin of defeat, if you will, all three games, two runs. Right. And you they were can relatively close games. Reel those off 6 4, 7 5, 11 9. Yes, you're we're correct. The, we're the scores Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So here is, having set that up, here is my question. It has to do with, quote, RPI, and you're being the referee, umpire, all-around sports guru. All right, so is RPI, is it a, an either-or? It is a, quote, binary factor. In other words, you win or you lose, and you either gain or lose RPI points, or do they look at the, the game because the Cajuns played three competitive games? So how, how does that work? Is, again, is RPI win, lose, nothing else in between? All of the above and then some. The RPI is a complex measure. And for those of us lay people who already hate math, we absolutely loathe looking at or trying to figure out the RPI. The RPI is based on wins and losses, yes, but it's also based on your strength of schedule. So for Louisiana, their RPI is going to be based on Texas State's RPI and their strength of schedule. And really and truly, everything that every team the Cajuns play Ultimately, ultimately determines the RPI, and that's how, and that's why when you play a team, if you play a, a national team, a, a top twenty-five team, you want them to continue to do well after you play them, win or lose, because the better they do, the better off you are. For example, with Cajun softball, with Alabama and LSU both losing in the first round of the SEC tournament, it ultimately hurt their RPI because the strength; those are losses in their strength of schedule. And that may have impacted not just LSU's ability to host a, a regional, which I didn't think they were going to host a regional with or without uh, a first-round win in the SEC tournament. But it also may have forced the committee to consider sending the Cajuns to Clemson as opposed to going to Tuscaloosa. Now, the committee uses RPI as one factor when ranking teams in tournament brackets across baseball, softball, hockey, soccer, lacrosse, volleyball. Basketball went to a different uh, tool. The 
NCAA evaluation tool, the NET. That's what's used to rank basketball teams now for the tournament. But every other sport uses RPI. Mm. So, for example, with Cajuns baseball, they've played Texas State. They've lost three. But if Texas State continues rolling and they win, it still helps the Cajuns RPI, even though they got swept, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, no, it does make sense. Okay, we did not, we, we... A failure of communication on our part because we have some baseball slash softball people listening. We have some who say, what the heck, who cares? So we did not define our terms. RPI, which stands for... Ratings Percentage Index. Ratings Percentage Index, RPI. It's your, quote, power rating, if you will. I thought the word power would be in the full description of what RPI stands for. And that's a perfect way to describe it, Mark. For those who are familiar with the way the LHSAA does its rankings, the power ratings, it's essentially the same thing where you're factoring wins, losses, plus strength of schedule, which is essentially all of your opponents' wins and losses factored in. So the RPI in college sports is essentially what a power rating is in LHSAA sports and a lot of other uh, amateur sports. Mm -hmm. Interesting, yes. And by the way... For those who, uh, just just information you need to know, the women's schedule, or softball, if you will, is two weeks ahead of the men. So, in other right. words, the women are going to the Clemson Regional, and they begin play on Friday, and that is a playoff situation, if you will. That's what regionals are. You have four teams. Now, the men, on the other hand, have a game tomorrow night, I believe, the, the Raging right. Cajun men. And then they play their final series of the regular season Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So a slight variation there. It's not Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but rather Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then you have the Sunbelt Conference Tournament for the baseball. So, yeah, it's it's a little bit two weeks apart, if you will. Yeah, two weeks apart. So Jay Walker will have a busy couple of weeks. He's at home this week, so he gets a bit of a reprieve in terms of that. And then the Sunbelt Baseball Tournament, which are they in Alabama again this year, Sunbelt Baseball uh, Tournament You know, I am Let's not see. sure on that one. I am not sure on that one. Riverwalk Stadium, where is that? Montgomery, Alabama. They are in Alabama. Okay. So it's a neutral site for the Sunbelt. And looking at... Just looking at it on the map, it's in downtown uh, downtown Montgomery. It looks like it's a beautiful site. And the Cajuns, thankfully, will get a buy into the second day. They'll play on Wednesday. The question is, what seed will they have? Uh, if they finish right now where they are, which I think is the number three seed, they would play the first game. That's 9 o'clock on Wednesday morning in the tournament. Note, the Cajuns are the four seed right now after getting swept this weekend. Uh, Coastal Carolina uh, leapfrogged them in the standings. So it's Texas State, Georgia Southern, Coastal, then Louisiana. So if that holds, Louisiana's the four seed would play the four o'clock game that afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And it's it's the final hurrah for uh, collegiate athletics because then we hit kind of a, a, a dry season, if you will, with the summer. I don't know if there are any, you know, I, I, I assume you have things like tennis and golf, but I'm no, talking all about of that. All of that's going to be wrapped up by the same time because you have lacrosse. It's in its playoff right now. Memorial Day weekend is when they play their championship game. In fact, Memorial Day is the day of the lacrosse championship in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have that. Then softball is a week or so after that. Baseball is about two weeks after that. And golf and tennis typically wrap up mid to late spring as well, if I remember correctly. And your audience is smaller for that, not saying that the audience doesn't exist, but when we're talking major sports, and in speaking of major sports, it's 
NBA playoff time. And for those who haven't followed, you've got uh, the the finals are set for the East and the West. Over in the West, uh, Dallas will play Golden State for the Western Conference final. Dallas 30-point win over the Phoenix Suns yesterday. Incredible. Cleo didn't see that one coming. Man, oh man, oh man. So Dallas and Golden State in the Western Conference final. Over in the Eastern Conference, you have Boston and Miami set for that contest to determine the champion of the Eastern Conference final. Boston by 28 over the reigning champion Milwaukee Bucks. And that's another big surprise. Milwaukee was a huge favorite in Vegas to repeat this year as a champion. And the Boston Celtics came in and took them down. And Brad Stevens, a couple years ago, gave up the reins as the head coach to move to the front office full-time to be the president of the Boston Celtics. If you remember, he's the guy who led Butler to -to back-to-back NCAA finals before taking the job with the Celtics. Uh, He and the rest of the front office have done a fantastic job. Ime Udoka has come in and has built up a team that really and truly has flown under the radar. They came in, had a great year, but nobody gave them a shot in the playoffs. Nobody thought, even as a two-seed, that the Celtics would have a chance against Milwaukee. Well, look at what happened. They come in, they knock out the Bucks decisively in Game 7 to reach the Eastern Conference Finals. And at this point, I think the two favorites, Milwaukee and Phoenix, to get to the NBA Finals, they're out. It is wide open right now. Mm-hmm. So, whew, yeah, yeah. who do you go with? Do you go with Golden State, the the tried-and-true veteran? They've won multiple championships. The core of the team from, that won those titles a few years back is still there. A little more banged up, a little older, but they're still there. Do you go with them against the young Luka Doncic and a younger core uh, group of players in Dallas? You have the experience versus the youth and the hype. Same thing with um, with the Heat and the Celtics. Well, not really. With the Celtics, you have a team that, again, has flown under the radar in the team in the Heat that really has flown under the radar. Two teams that nobody gave a flying chance to entering the playoffs. So I think it makes for an interesting final. It may, It's going to make for some interesting watching for those who wanted to see the Bucks wanted to see the Suns, it may hurt the NBA in terms of viewership because of that, because the two teams that everybody thought would be there aren't. Yep, yep. But with that said, for those who are basketball purists, those who love the game and watch the NBA playoffs regardless, going to be two really interesting series, two really good teams, and an opportunity for the NBA to market a new era of superstars, especially with Luka Doncic in Dallas. He's already made a bit of a splash. We knew he would be good, but now that he's led Dallas past Phoenix to the NBA or to the Western Conference Finals, Luka Doncic now has an opportunity to be the next big thing in the NBA. You have a few mm-hmm. players on the Celtics and the Heat as well, mm-hmm. but Doncic is the first guy whose name pops out as being the next mm-hmm. it guy in the NBA should the the Mavericks continue to make a run. Right, and he is big, and he is also young. He has not even reached his physical uh, max. So, uh, yeah, a lot to watch there. Ian, we better move on with our bottom of the hour. Go ahead. Whoop, that's a sweeper, not some uh, bump music, but that's okay. So let's take this time out. We'll be back on the other side. Mark Pope in for Bernie and Ian Ozan. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The West Side's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net.
Across Acadiana today, temperatures are going to be getting up to about 92 degrees in the afternoon. We're going to see maybe a 20% chance for an isolated shower or two late this afternoon. I think we'll see a little bit more east of the basin, but a little spillover going to be possible. We'll see winds from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Lows tonight going to be getting down into the low 70s. Quiet through most of the week. Hot, humid conditions kind of day in and day out over the next several days. For the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on Newstalk 96.5 KPAL. Newstalk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. And as we look over at the board, we do have some slowdowns and wrecks out there. In a residential area, 302 Dulles Drive, we have a wreck there that happened just minutes ago. So uh, watch out for that area. Remember, part of Dulles under construction. Again, the address 302 Dulles Drive. We have a stalled vehicle at a very busy intersection, Bindell Road and South College. And just popping up, a road hazard near the intersection of West Pinhook and Carpet Boulevard. So buckle it up and keep it safe on this Monday morning. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. Mark Pope sitting in the Bernie chair. I've got small shoes to fill with uh, big feet, so that may be a bit of a challenge. And, of course, Ian Ozan. <laughs> Ian, uh, good morning to you. Only you would put it that way, Mark. Good morning. Yes. And, of course, it is Monday. Chris Babin with the Better Business Bureau is here. Good morning, Chris. How are you, my friend? Good morning, guys. How are y'all? We are fantastic. So who's scamming who this week? Uh, where are we going for the scam of the week? Well, scam of the week here this morning, uh, start out the Monday, you know, it's uh, getting close to graduation time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think actually some of the local high schools of the seniors have completed their last day. So graduation uh, in order for the coming weeks and weekends. And, you know, a lot of times students are looking at what they're going to do post um, high school. And a lot of those are attending local universities, some across the country. And we know that scammers are out there. We've had a recent report. Um, coming out of New Iberia, um, this uh, young lady got an email about a scholarship that, uh, of course, sounded great, great opportunity, was going to help pay some of that college tuition as she was going to be moving into college soon. And, of course, she found out after the fact, once she submitted all of her information, that the, the uh, inquiry that she received was actually not from uh, an organization offering money for tuition, but somebody just trying to steal her information. Oh. So we want to make sure to get some of the tips out there and let people know, you know, not just high school students that are looking to go to college, but, you know, every year there's different scholarships. There's, I mean, I think there's literally hundreds of scholarships out there, legitimate scholarships that help people pursue ed education. The problem is scammers know that, and they set up what they... Um, cloaked to be very great opportunities for students to, to have part of their tuition paid or even some of them claim to be able to send them money directly to go towards their education. And what we know is that when, when you apply to these things, a lot of times you have to give them quite a bit of personal information. A lot of times they involve an essay or different questions and things that, as part of the submission process. But we also know that, that that personal identifiable information that we say needs to be closely guarded has to be submitted as well. 
and we're, we're coming across instances where people are getting unsolicited offers for great scholarship opportunities, and they're having their identity compromised. Mm-mm-mm. You know what that brings to mind, Chris, is that the old cliche used to be, and I know that's redundant, but I use that for a reason. It used to be, quote, I'm a trusting person, or he or she is a trusting person. Do we even have that anymore? Because, I mean, it, it's once you walk out your door you're you're subject to all kind of you know scams and crazy people sure. and uh just getting in your automobile so do we have any more trusting people out there <laughs> well i can tell you you know we definitely have a lot of great trusting organizations and individuals the problem is scammers do their best to appear as trusting as well so what one of the biggest things to look out for and we say this with a lot of scams is those unsolicited offers so if you're getting emails or even text messages saying, hey, we're with this organization. This is what we need from you. It's a great opportunity. If you haven't applied for scholarships or you haven't gone through an organization that's supposedly going to help you locate different scholarships, you know, be very leery of those things. Ask a lot of questions. Take your time. You know, a lot of the, the local schools, whether it's community college, university, they have guidance counselors and financial aid officers and people that can help you navigate some of these things that might otherwise be new to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can help, you know, steer you in the right direction and make sure you're not compromising your information throughout this process. Mm-hmm. For parents who have kids who are going to be doing the scholarship process, because there are some who are juniors, even sophomores and some freshmen already thinking about the future and thinking about college. What tips do you have for parents and students looking at scholarships to protect their identity and to make sure they're not giving their information to someone who is not reputable? Well, what I would say for parents, you know, and I think this probably goes just across the board for many things is be as involved as possible, you know, because a lot of times um, as we mature as adults, we are, you know, very um, experienced in certain things that, you know, the, the high school age children, you know, going into to even college age, sometimes they're just so vulnerable out of, of just pure ignorance of, of what takes place out there. Um, you know, I have a, a college age daughter, my, I mean, a high school age daughter. She's going to be going to college here pretty soon. And, uh, you know, a lot of times in discussion through some of these types of things, they just really aren't familiar with how things work in the real world. And, and the more a parent can be involved as part of the process, whether it's applying for scholarships or looking into um, different schools for the future, Whatever it might be, you know, parents being more involved and being able to lend their opinion and and experience that they've gained through life is a lot of times all it takes to help um, guide them in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, we we always have to be ever vigilant. What about, excuse me, maybe not necessarily the scholarship scam, but just in general, if people are considering a business transaction whether it's what you're talking about or something else, and they have questions in their mind, and, and let's say it's a local company because that is what you guys focus sure. on, I would assume. So can the BBB offer some guidance there? In other words, is there anything, any complaints or anything on the record of the the, the company being considered? Can the BBB give some guidance in that way to just the general public? Oh, absolutely. Um, that, I mean, that's a great question, Mark. That's one of the, you know, the things that we specialize in. You know, we report on all businesses. We cover seven parishes out of our office, but the BBB system has 98 locations that cover all of the United States, all of Canada, and even down into some of Mexico. 
And that's what we do is provide consumers with free information about businesses. We're not going to recommend one business over the other um, necessarily, but we're going to give you the facts. We're going to give you the details, mostly related um, to the owners of the company, you know, their, their track record in the marketplace. And that's exactly what, you know, their rating is. Each business has a rating that's assigned. And it's based on an algorithm that takes into account a bunch of information about the business, compares that business to the eight standards of trust that we say any good business should be doing these eight things. And then if it rates from an A plus to an F, A plus, obviously, they're doing those eight things. F, you know, they're not doing one or more, not at all, not any of them, you know, and Mm -hmm. we give you that information so you can take it into, into account as part of your decision making process. You know, consumer customer reviews, find out what other people have had to say about the business. We'll report on licensing, um, any kind of complaints they've had in the past and what issues might have been, how they resolved those issues. Sometimes a business has had a complaint, but they resolved it beautifully and it was a great process for the consumer. So we give you all of that to use as part of your decision making process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, the other question is, you told us recently about a transaction online and the purchaser was asked to send payment with gift cards. Yeah. And that ended up being a scam. So what, I, I guess what I'm looking for is some, some uh, red flags that, that people should look for. If you have something unusual like that with an online transaction, uh, put a big question mark by it. And also, I would assume that if you're getting pressure from the seller that we got to do it, we got to do it now, no time, right. then those are, to, to me, two red flags that one should use in making a decision. Do I give my money? Do I complete this transaction? Yeah. You know, scammers, they love to use some of the same techniques, regardless of the, the, the subplot behind the scam itself. They like to use a lot of the same techniques to get our money or information. And you know, one of those is the pressure tactic. They like, you know, we need to act now. The, typically, the reason they're doing that is because they don't want you to have much time to give it thought. They want you to go ahead and engage in the process. To reference the gift cards, any unconventional payment methods that are needed or requested typically are signs of a scam. The reason for that, a, a traditional financial institution's credit card, a lot of times will reverse the transaction take the money back from the scammer when they realize that it was a scam. Things like gift cards and sending money via wire transfer, those kinds of things, it's very hard to recover the funds. So the scammer wants you to use that. That way, once you realize you're scammed, it's too, it's too late to get the money back. And that's typically why they're trying to get you to use those unconventional methods. So anytime those things come up, especially in conjunction with pressure tactics or situations that just sound too good to be true, like we always say, it probably is, and you need to think twice, maybe get some things in writing, give it an extra thought before you give that information over to the scammer. Yes, And indeed. that's the big thing, remembering that if you have to pay somebody to win a lottery prize or to receive a scholarship or to receive anything, that it's not free and that it's more than likely a scam. You, nobody right. will ever ask you for money to receive a prize. That's right, absolutely. Lottery sweepstake prizes, we've gotten a lot of those recently. You're never having to pay you know, $1,000 up front to receive, you know, your brand new Lamborghini delivered to your doorstep next week. So a lot of times we talk about these things and says, oh, that's, you know, that that's really, that's a wild situation. There's no way that, that people fall for that, but they do. So the more that you um, listen to these tips and, 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 you know, engage them in your personal life, think about things, just give it an extra thought and always ask a friend or family member. A lot of times when we ask somebody, it sounds you know, once we're able to repeat the story and kind of get somebody else's opinion, we realize, okay, wait, something's something's not right with this. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It always it always seems to be too good to be true once you start talking it out. On paper, it looks good, but once the words start coming out of your mouth, that's when you realize that it's uh, a little bit too good to be true. We have about a minute to go before we hit the break. Quickly, uh, if anybody has any information... How should they get in touch with the Better Business Bureau? Better Business Bureau, right on the corner of Congress and Gilbo. You can give us a call at 337-981-3497 or find us on social media, BBB Acadiana. Outstanding. Chris Babin with the Better Business Bureau of Acadiana. Always great information. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thank you, guys. Indeed. All right. We're back with one final segment to wrap up the hour in just a few minutes. Stand by. It is 7.53 in the morning on Acadiana's Morning News. A beautiful day here in the fair city of Lafayette and in uh, all of Acadiana. Another warm one on tap today as uh, another warm one as we get ready for yet another scorcher. Boy, it is going to be a scorcher in Acadiana. High of 93 today. Heat indices is going to be hotter than that. So if you're going to be outside, make sure you hydrate. Make sure that you have a ton of water stand uh, standing by because Lord knows you're going to need it. And something else I've noticed, and people forget about this, if you go to your local drugstore, get some Florida water, pour it in a bucket, uh, fill it up with ice and water, and that does a good job of refreshing you as well. Florida water does mm-hmm. wonders if you're working outside. A full look at the forecast coming up in a few minutes, a full look at news as well. But first, American Ground Radio and the Fox Business Report all on the way right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks closing mixed as the market struggles to rebound from losses as uncertainty over inflation, interest rates, and the economy continue to weigh on the market. Real estate companies and constables were among the laggards. Battered tech stocks like Microsoft, Salesforce, and Apple were among the gainers. The sector has suffered some of the biggest losses in recent weeks as investors move out of growth areas and into safe havens. The Dow falling 85 points, the Nasdaq up 114, S&P 500 up 10. An electronic arts share slipped in the extended session after the video game publisher reported a mixed bag of slight beats and misses in both its results and outlook. And Wynn Resorts reported a narrow loss in revenue below analyst expectations in the first quarter as headwinds from the pandemic continue to affect the casino operator. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hilary Barsky, invested in you. Why do I take chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. choq.com, promo code JESSE. Cajun Ireland State Fair is coming May 26th through June 5th. Get the ultimate fair experience this year with the Newstalk 96.5 KPL Big Shot Fair VIP Pass. The Big Shot Fair VIP Pass grants you admission to the fair every day with two unlimited ride wristband vouchers redeemed on the day of your choice. Plus, you get daily music grandstand VIP tent admission with restroom access for you and a guest and more. It's a $275 value. Get it now for $100. Go to the fair in style with the Newstalk 96.5 KPL. Big Shot Fair VIP Pass. There's a very limited quantity available. Buy them at the Cajun Dome box office or CajunDome.com. 
OUS presents the Cajun Heartland State Fair May 26th, June 5th at the Cajun Dome. Experience wild rides on the Gold Star Midway or free family entertainment at Lanyon Lane. Get your news talk 96.5 KPL Big Shot Fair VIP Pass now. Log on to CajunDome.com or KPL965.com and click on the Cajun Dome link. Brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL, where Acadiana comes to talk. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. According to a new report by the National Federation of Independent Business, a record number of small business owners expect the economy to get worse over the next six months. Oh, it is a brutal environment for small businesses out there. You know, job openings are increasingly more difficult to fill, inflationary pressure. Everything is more expensive. Employees are more expensive. Supplies are more expensive. It's more expensive to borrow. Customers are taking longer to pay. You know, for all of Joe Biden's term in office. The expectations have been that things would get worse. Unfortunately, that is true as long as Joe Biden is in office. And even though Biden keeps trying to blame Putin for America's inflation, America knows it's Joe Biden's fault. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Farr. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Why? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That is a big question in California, where an Asian man in his 60s is jailed the day after he was stopped in the middle of a shooting inside a church when a pastor threw a chair at his head and then... We believe a group of churchgoers detained him and hogtied his legs with an extension cord and confiscated at least two weapons from him. He was detained when the deputies arrived. Orange County Under Sheriff Jeff Halleck, one person was killed, five others injured. Tomorrow, President Biden will go to Buffalo, New York, where a white 18-year-old Peyton Gendron charged with murder in Saturday's grocery store rampage left 10 people dead, three injured, almost all the victims black. The Justice Department has stated publicly that it is investigating the matter as a hate crime. New York State has no death penalty, but federal hate crimes, if pursued, could send Gendron to death row. Investigators will focus on a 108-page-long written rant complaining of non-white birth rates, outpacing those of whites, insisting Jews were responsible for the world's ills, and claiming to be making his own choices in carrying out his attack. Fox's Evan Brown, the FDA commissioner, says they announced today a plan to import more baby formula to deal with a shortage. Republican Senator John Thune tells Fox... The FDA uh, should have known about this. They should have reacted a lot sooner. An Abbott production facility that shut down after a recall may reopen in a few weeks. It's a final day to campaign in Pennsylvania before tomorrow's primaries for the Republicans in a close three-way Senate race, but not for the top Democrat. He's resting in a hospital. Yesterday it was revealed that current lieutenant governor and front runner in the Democratic Senate primary, John Fetterman, had suffered a stroke. He posted on social media yesterday. He added that a clot was removed. He's feeling much better. And doctors told him that he did not suffer any cognitive damage. Fox's Alexandria Hoff and Concha Hawk in Pennsylvania. McDonald's is the latest American company ready to stop doing business in Russia because of the Ukraine invasion, planning to sell its 850 restaurants there. America's listening to Fox News. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. 
Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. You know, every three seconds, there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web. Now, protecting your identity can be very easy thanks to LifeLock by Norton. No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business. But LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself. And you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. In addition to the shooting in a California church yesterday, shots also rang out at a flea market in Houston, Texas. It's very scary that this happens in broad daylight. We're just very fortunate that there was no innocent by bystanders uh, shot or hit. Harris County Sheriff's Major of Patrol Susan Cotter says it all stemmed from an argument involving five men. Two were killed, three injured. Now, one of them is believed to be a shooter, and two others are also in custody. It's back to court this week for actor Johnny Depp and his ex-wife Amber Heard. Following a week-long break, Johnny Depp's defamation trial picks up again today in Virginia. He's suing his ex-wife Amber Heard for $50 million over a 2018 Washington Post op-ed she wrote that discussed her experiences as a survivor of domestic violence. While she didn't mention Depp by name in the piece, his lawyer says there are clear references to him in the article and that it damaged his career and reputation. Both Depp and Heard have accused each other of verbal and physical abuse in court. The trial has already gone on for four weeks and still has a couple left to go. Closing arguments are set for May 27th. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down, but not by much before the opening bell this hour. After a long bout of selling, the Dow's dropped seven weeks in a row. The Nasdaq's fallen six straight weeks. The price of gas AAA reports up another penny today to another record high regular, averaging nationwide 448 per gallon. It's down to the final four in the NBA playoffs. 27 point lead, down goes Johnson, three leaps. Oh, no. They're shredding them. The Dallas Mavericks. Had a 30-point lead at halftime and beat the Suns in Phoenix 123-90 to on TNT to advance to play Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. There was a 28-point blowout in another Game 7. The Boston Celtics KO'd the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks to move on to play the Miami Heat for the Eastern Conference title. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 8.05 in the morning and 78 degrees outside right now with a heat index of 80. It is getting hot already. Daniel Phillips has high of 93 today, some clouds, and a 20% chance of showers. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5 KPL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette where the funeral procession for the fire engineer who died of cancer last week will take place in just a few hours. Alex Bork was 26 when he passed away. Visitation begins right now at Martin and Castile Funeral Home on West Farrell Road. That continues till 1130. Police and fire vehicles will escort Bork and his family to San Martin de Tour Catholic Church in St. Martinville for the funeral. That procession begins a little after 1130. It'll follow Farrell Road to Frimbu Stanny, then down Ambassador Caffrey into Broussard, and then turns onto South Bernard Road and Albertsons Parkway to St. Nazaire and LA 96 into St. Martinville. If you take any of those roads during the lunch hour, please take a detour. 
in St. Martinville, an arrest in the case of a missing man. Albert Willis disappeared last June. Police say they've arrested Portia Kale on obstruction of justice charges. According to investigators, Kale intentionally deceived them and failed to cooperate with the case. Police say they have a warrant for a second arrest, but they've not released specifics about that warrant. An Arneville woman is dead from injury she sustained in a crash two weeks ago. Elaine Artique's car was struck by an SUV when she failed to yield while crossing Highway 190 on LA 741. State troopers say impairment was not a factor in that crash. In Vermilion Parish, charges are pending against a driver in a deadly crash there. State troopers say a pickup truck rear-ended the tractor traveling along US-167. The crash caused the tractor to flip, killing its driver, Alvin Minnick Jr. The crash remains under investigation. On the COVID front, the state Supreme Court rules in favor of a pastor who openly violated the state's pandemic lockdown order. Kevin Gallagher has the update. A 5-2 majority of justices on the high court ruled Life Tabernacle Church Pastor Tony Spell's rights were violated when he was arrested for flouting the governor's stay-at-home order. That didn't survive strict scrutiny by the court under the First Amendment. That's Loyola Law Professor Dane Cialino, who says the court feels the orders were inconsistent with some places allowed to be open and active and some not. The virus doesn't know the difference. Cialino says the ruling won't necessarily hurt future emergency orders from Edwards, but it does leave the potential for further legal action, this time by spell seeking damages. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Meanwhile, Louisiana is mostly back to its pre-pandemic routine. Still, state health officials are monitoring the spread of COVID in Louisiana. Brooke Thorington has that story. And most tests are being administered at home, and those positive rapid tests never work their way in our dashboard. So there's more COVID than the test would reflect. The percent positivity probably is, is not what it should be. Edwards says the state's positivity rate is nearing 10%. It's grown from 0.07% in only six weeks. But he says on a positive note, hospitalizations have not mirrored the increase of case counts. So all in all, we're in a good place. I'm Brooke Thorrington. At the Capitol, state lawmakers have made cuts to Governor John Bell Edwards' wish list. In addition to slashing proposed funds for the new Mississippi River Bridge, the Senate Finance Committee is calling for smaller teacher pay raises. Governor Edwards wants to boost teacher pay by $2,000. Committee Chairman Jerome Zerang says a $1,500 raise is enough. $148 million in additional funding in DOE for pay raises for teachers, or $1,500 per teacher and support staff, $750, to bring them closer to the national southern average. Forgive me for just a second, uh, working what may be a breaking story here, so we're sending emails during the newscast. Two bills dealing with the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge will be heard in committee today. The House Transportation Committee will take up Representative Jonathan Gudo's bill to create a Basin Bridge Commission and a Basin Bridge Police Force. The committee will also discuss Senator Paige Cortez's bill to double speeding fines on the bridge. Cortez's bill would also allow DOTD to add safety cameras along the bridge. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team is headed to the NCAA Regionals. The Cajuns hit four home runs in the fifth inning to beat Texas State to win the Sunbelt Conference Tournament Championship on Saturday. The Cajuns have been assigned to the Clemson Regional. Louisiana will take on Auburn in Friday's first-round game. That's a 1.30 Central start. Clemson will play UNC Wilmington in the first game. That's an 11 o'clock Central start. The double elimination tournament runs through Sunday. LSU and McNeese will also represent the Pelican State in the NCAA tournament. The Tigers will go to Arizona State. The Cowgirls headed to Evanston, Illinois, and the Northwestern Regional. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team gets swept by Texas State over the weekend. Final score is 7-5, 6-4, and 11-9. The Cajuns open the final week of the regular season tomorrow at home against Nichols. 
In high school baseball, North Vermilion narrowly misses a second straight state title. South Terrebonne beat the Patriots 7-6 to six in extra innings to win the Class 4A championship. Congratulations to North Vermilion on another outstanding season. In pro football, Jarvis Landry is coming home. The former New Orleans, or excuse me, the former standout at Lutcher High School in LSU has signed with the New Orleans Saints. David Grubb has that story. Last season, the Saints had one of the worst wide receiving cores in the NFL. After reaching agreement on a one-year deal with former Lutcher and LSU star Jarvis Landry, NOLA.com Saints writer Rod Walker says this season they could have one of the best. Just give them that third receiver and this team all of a sudden has three legitimate wide receivers. Landry, a five-time Pro Bowl selection with the Browns and Dolphins, is coming off of two down seasons due to injury. Walker says the Saints won't ask him to carry a major load and a healthy Landry should thrive in New Orleans. He basically be the number three receiver and um, I'm David Grubb. In uh, the lottery jackpots, Powerball tonight, $90 million. Mega Millions tomorrow, $112 million. Lotto, $1,550,000 on Wednesday. Easy Five at $100,000 on Wednesday. And finally, Popus Maximus. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What have we not done yet today? Uh, we did that one. Let's see. Oh, we have a world record for you. Okay. A man from uh, Canada has proven that you're never too old to achieve your dreams. We go to uh, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Or excuse me, De Montagne, Quebec, Canada. Two mountains just outside of Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, he, gentleman is 75 years old. His name is Tony Halu. And he set this record uh, at the age of 75 years and 33 days. Would you like to take a guess as to what world record he set? Um, I don't know. Water skiing for two miles without water skis? Uh, no, but that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, set the world record uh, for to become the oldest man to successfully perform a headstand. Okay. And My thoughts exactly. Okay. And he he began only- a concerted effort to start training and live a healthier lifestyle when he turned 55. And once he mastered the skill of holding the inverted posture... He started performing them for people all over town and then decided, hey, why not go for a world record? So he called the folks at Guinness. Sure enough, they said, yeah, it's a world record. Okay. Well, it's um, there's a lot going on out there in this uh, wide, wide world. Yeah, wide, and I, I'm world sure there's of, some people asking, what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Yeah, what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on? And, and hey, people are unusual animals. They are, but you know what? He could have been doing a whole heck of a lot worse. So if all he, if what he's doing is a, stand, a handstand to break a world record, good for him, mm-hmm. keeping himself out of trouble. And I hope it helps his health. I mean, that sounds like that's why he's doing it. So congrats on that world record, sir. Yes, yes, indeed. Congratulations on a world record. Now, no world record, uh, temp- uh, no world records, rather, set here in Acadiana, but it may feel like a world record high temperature today as the heat indices reach the triple-digit mark. Daniel Phillips with a look at our forecast in just a second. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. Partly cloudy skies across Acadiana today. Temperatures are going to be getting up to about 92 degrees in the afternoon. We're going to see maybe a 20% chance for an isolated shower or too late this afternoon. I think we'll see a little bit more east of the basin, but a little spillover going to be possible. We'll see winds from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Lows tonight going to be getting down into the low 70s. Quiet through most of the week. Hot, humid conditions kind of day in and day out over the next several days. 
From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. And I have good news for you. Although we do have a report of a stalled vehicle on the board, and that's at the intersection of Bindell and South College Road. Actually, there was a wreck reported there earlier, so I don't know if it's the same occurrence, but that happened about 7.30 this morning. So you would think with our outstanding Lafayette police that that stalled vehicle has been cleared. Again, Bindell and South College, but uh, just watch that area in case there are some problems. Buckle it up and keep it safe. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. And welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. Mark Pope sitting in the Bernie chair. Man, it's a blast. And Ian Ozan on the other side. Uh, good morning, Ian, and to all our good listeners. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Acadiana. Just got a text uh, about a possible crash on I-49 near Slaffy. A person said that it was showing up on her navigational system, but passing in the area doesn't see it anymore. That may have been one of those crashes that was on the big board earlier this morning and just in the last few minutes actually had been cleared. So if you're Looking at the navigational, uh, do be uh, do be uh, aware that if the crash that you are seeing is on. Uh the Evangeline Thruway, I-49 near I-10, that has been uh, cleared up. The only, and really and truly, only thing on the big board right now is a stalled car outside the sheriff's office, and that was at 6 this morning, so that more than likely has yeah, been taken care of. I, I see that. Yeah, yeah. Where? 545. Okay. Anyway, anyway, look, speaking of crashes and mishaps, mm -hmm. I, I've got to say, you know, I know we, we give the news and we talk about sports and we just talk about life in general, but, you know, I, I, I think it... Look, here's my thought. Prayers to the people in Ukraine for all the inhumanity going on over there. And then back home here on our shores in the great U.S. of A., we, we had three shootings yesterday, Ian, in, in Buffalo, uh, then Southern California, and then the latest in Houston. And yeah, I don't two, know how many di have died and how many have been injured, but it's Well, a lot. we know for certain in the Saturday shooting in Buffalo, it was 10 people. There was one in the California shooting, the Houston one I missed, because that uh, came down late last night, right before uh, I went to bed. Uh, at least two dead, three injured in the Houston flea market shooting, according to uh, the local TV stations out there. Uh, Houston Chronicle reporting the same thing. Two dead, three hospitalized. Uh, at least one dead in California. And in that case, the people in the church at the time the shooting happened were able to subdue the gunman after he began opening fire. One person went all WWE on uh, the guy and hit him over the head with a chair mm -hmm. before everybody else tackled him and was able to take him down. But still one person... Mm -hmm. Uh, one person dead, 10 people in the supermarket shooting in, uh, in, Buffalo. in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, I mean, I don't know. We've lost our moral compass. I mean, and it, it's, we're, we still live in a great country. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to go be all, turn all Debbie Downer. But it's just, when you when you look at what's going on in the world, sometimes it's hard to to hold on to our sanity, our sanity and our humanity, and we're in such a great place uh, whereby, you know, people want to help each other out. I mean, you had, uh, what is it, Blue Blue Monday, and, and that's uh, John, mm -hmm. Jonathan. Jonathan you know, Williams, yeah. Yeah, early early this morning we, we talked about how 
uh, some of the things that happen here in Acadiana and how we help each other and we care for each other. And then you look and, and that doesn't make us immune from all this insanity going on across the, the nation. But my, w- when does it end, Ian? I well, mean, here's the thing, wow. and I don't know much about the shootings in California and Houston. The Buffalo shooting been, has been almost 48 hours now. We know a little bit more about that. There were a couple warning signs in that situation that were ignored. The first one was that last year, the gunman, who is 18 or 19, was reported to and I think taken out of his school because he threatened to shoot his school, uh, to, to mm-hmm. shoot up his school. Yes. And nothing long-term came of that. Mm-hmm. There were warning signs where this person probably should have been committed to a mental hospital. Yeah. There are instances where this man's mental health was in a questionable state and either his family or the state or somebody should have intervened and they did not. Mm -hmm. That is a failure of the mental health system. That is a failure of the school system that initially received the threat and then took action based on that on that threat that was received for not following through and making sure something was done through the legal process to keep him off the street and to make sure that he got the help that he needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, It's also indicative of the racial state because according to police and according to the evidence, according to this man's manifesto, this was a racially motivated uh, incident where he went into a supermarket looking to kill as many black people as possible. And according to the manifesto, if he weren't stopped, he would have gone to other places in town and continued his rampage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there, th- we can get into the gun part all we want. That's a discussion that will take more than five shows to do, whether or not gun laws in the United States are strong enough. Where is there a balance, uh, where do, uh, is there a balance between the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms versus the safety of the populace? That, those are all philosophical discussions that will take much longer than the time that we have today to deal with. Yeah. But let's focus on the two areas that we can fix immediately that are a little less philosophical and tangibles that we can work with right now. Yeah. Well, How do we improve mental health access and making sure that people who need it get it? But secondly, what do we do? How can we continue fighting racism in this country? How do we continue making sure, how do we continue a fight that we've been fighting for so long? And it seemed like for a long time we had made some headway with it. But what seems like in the last 10, 15, 20 years, we have, take, we have taken several steps back in that regard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because the younger generation's complacency. They've not grown up in an era where they had to see it on a day-to-day basis. I don't know if it's because we've, we focus, we've uh, shied away from teaching some of the ugly parts of history in, in our public schools. I, I don't know what the answer is. I, I, don't think, I don't think anybody has the singular answer. No, there, there But I think is, we as a country need to continue working towards correct. finding it. And there is, there are no, let me be plural, there are no singular answers in life. It is, life is a complicated equation. I think, you know, not, not to get all political here, but I think that part of our problem with the, with the race issue in our, in our great country is, is our leadership, you know, telling us how bad it is. And, and yes, look, there will always be racism to some degree. In other words, this tribe versus that tribe always has been in humanity. And we're a great, big, huge, complicated, diverse uh, country. And so it, it, it happens on both sides. And I don't know what the answer is, but I think 
I think one of the factors in the equation is our leadership telling, giving us the positive and encouraging us to to work together. And you're never going to reach everybody. But I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily the leadership because you all you have to do is go around, go around any city, whether it's Lafayette, whether it's New Orleans, whether it's New York City, Buffalo, anywhere. You can see the racial divisions. And some of it is the fact that people decide to live where they want to live. They segregate themselves uh, just uh, just because of habit of how things have always been done. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to your point of tribalism. I, I think tribalism and racism are two mutually exclusive items. But the fact of the matter is we in this country country for and in the world for so long were prom- uh, were taught and promoted a certain belief of uh, a, a, a construct that has no basis in science whatsoever and people still believe it that people who may have a little bit more melanin than somebody else is, is somehow inferior to another person the fact of the matter is we all bleed red the fact of the matter is we all come from the same place the fact of the matter is we are all one as humans but we, but there are some people who still want to believe that because I may have a little bit uh, more uh, tan, uh, I may be a little bit more tan than someone else, or that one of my uncles or aunts is is a little bit darker than somebody else, that they're somehow inferior. That's bull. Well, yeah. Look, I, I I do agree with that, and you know, it's a very it is a very complicated formula, and I just I I brought it up to say, you know, look, if you're if you're the praying kind, you know, we need we need to pray, and I think that you know there are countries songs and you know pop culture a lot of it says that people are good and i do believe that i do believe that most people are good and so you know solving this problem it, it is it's very deep uh, uh you know i mean it's it's advanced uh, calculus and you and i giving a few thoughts here and there it it at least it brings attention to it but uh, I, I just don't know. I'm just glad that I'm living where I am living, where uh, I'm not saying that, quote, racism and uh, uh, inequality doesn't exist. But I, I think we live in a great place with great people who want to help each other and love each other. As Bernie always ends the show here on Acadiana's Morning News, can we all just love each other? And I mean, that's overly simplistic. Yes, but that is a that is an answer to the problems that we're seeing right now. I don't know how we get there. I guess we just continue to to talk about it and think about it and uh, try to try to get along as best we can. Here's yeah. how we get there, and here's one of the solutions: when we stop focusing on power and control, we get there, and that's going to take changing the political status quo, not just in our country but in our state. We have too many people, and I I will agree with you on the power part in this respect. There are too many people who are in office who use race as a tool to get elected, Mm -hmm. whether it's to scare people or to say, I will support you just because of this. We have to change the way we do politics in this country. We have to change the way we do politics in this state. Because as long as we continue focusing on racial politics, we will continue uh, going down this same path. It's been an ugly history in the United States for 200 some odd years where we have played the racial politics game. It's going to take someone saying we need to move away from this. That's how we get rid of it in politics. But again... How do we how do we battle it in other parts of everyday life? Because it still exists. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it's going to take people needing to get out of their comfort zones, and in some cases, 
people rejecting what they've grown up knowing their entire lives. It's moving closer to your world and understanding the world in which we all live. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's going to take it's going to take a lot of education on the parts of a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I, I see progress, and I agree with you on the political statement. It, unfortunately, politics has become an industry, and there are formulas to follow uh, to succeed in politics in various states and nationally and so on, but very complicated. But, look, good discussion. Let us stay on track, Ian. It's time to wrap this one up, take a little time out, and then look forward to our bottom of the hour news. So yes, great, great, great discussion there, Ian. Uh, we will take this time out, and we will be back on the other side with a look at some uh, news happening in your world. Stay with us here on Acadiana's Morning News. Mark Pope in for Bernie and Ian Ozan. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Hi, hello, welcome to Moon Show. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Depend on it. Get breaking news first and exclusive content now. Download the free KPL News app, free in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. It is 78 degrees with a heat index of 80 outside right now. Daniel Phillips says it'll get even warmer today. High of 93. Heat in the seas approaching triple digits. 20% chance of showers with some cloudy skies. Full look at the forecast coming up in a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Lafayette where the funeral procession for fire engineer Alex Bork will take place in just a couple of hours. Bork died last week after a battle with cancer. He was 26. Visitation will take place from 8 to 11.30 at Martin and Castile Funeral Home on West Farrell Road. After that, police and fire vehicles will escort Bork and his family to St. Martin de Tours Catholic Church in St. Martinville for the funeral. The procession route will follow Farrell Road and from Bustani to Ambassador Caffrey. The procession will go into Broussard along Ambassador Caffrey before turning onto South Bernard Road and Albertsons Parkway. The procession then will go to St. Nazaire and Highway 96 to get to St. Martinville. In St. Martinville, an arrest in the case of a missing man. Albert Willis disappeared last June. Police say they've arrested Portia Kale on obstruction of justice charges. According to investigators, Kale intentionally deceived them and failed to cooperate with the case. Police say they have a warrant for a second arrest, but they've not released specifics about that warrant. An Arneville woman is dead from injuries she sustained in a crash two weeks ago. Elaine Artique's car was struck by an SUV when she failed to yield while crossing Highway 190 on LA 741. State troopers say impairment was not a factor in the crash. In Vermilion Parish, charges are pending against a driver in a deadly crash there. State troopers say a pickup truck rear-ended a tractor traveling along U.S. 67. U.S. 167, excuse me. The crash caused the tractor to flip, killing its driver, Alvin Minnick Jr. The crash remains under investigation. On the COVID front, the state Supreme Court rules in favor of a pastor who openly violated the state's pandemic lockdown order. Kevin Gallagher has an update. A 5-2 majority of justices on the high court ruled Life Tabernacle Church Pastor Tony Spell's rights were violated when he was arrested for flouting the governor's stay-at-home order. That didn't survive strict scrutiny by the court under the First Amendment. That's Loyola Law Professor Dane Cialino, who says the court feels the orders were inconsistent with some places allowed to be open and active and some not. The virus doesn't know the difference. Cialino says the ruling won't necessarily hurt future emergency orders from Edwards, but it does leave the potential for further legal action, this time by spell seeking damages. I'm Kevin Gallagher.
Meanwhile, Louisiana is mostly back to its pre-pandemic routine. Still, state health officials are monitoring the spread of COVID in the state. Brooke Thornton has that story. And most tests are being administered at home, and those positive rapid tests never work their way in our dashboard. So there's more COVID than the test would reflect. The percent positivity probably is, is not what it should be. Edwards says the state's positivity rate is nearing 10%. It's grown from 0.07% in only six weeks. But he says on a positive note, hospitalizations have not mirrored the increase of case counts. So all in all, we're in a good place. I'm Brooke Thorington. At the Capitol, state lawmakers have made cuts to Governor John Bell Edwards' wish list. In addition to slashing proposed funds for the new Mississippi River Bridge, the Senate Finance Committee is calling for smaller teacher pay raises. Governor Edwards wants to boost teacher pay by $2,000. Committee Chairman Jerome Zarang says a $1,500 raise is enough. $148 million in additional funding in DOE for pay raises for teachers, or $1,500 per teacher and support staff, $750, to bring them closer to the national southern average. Two bills dealing with the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge will be heard in committee today. The House Transportation Committee will take up Representative Jonathan Goodo's bill to create a Basin Bridge Commission and a Basin Bridge Police Force. The committee will also discuss Senator Paige Cortez's bill to double speeding fines on the bridge. Cortez's bill would also allow DOTD to add safety cameras along the span. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajun softball team is headed to the NCAA Regionals. The Cajuns hit four home runs in the fifth inning to beat Texas State 7-1 to win the Sunbelt Conference Tournament Championship on Saturday. The Cajuns have been assigned to the Clemson Regional. They'll play Auburn in Friday's first-round game, 1.30 Central start time. Clemson will play UNC Wilmington in the first game of Friday's round. That's at 11 o'clock Central. The double elimination tournament runs through Sunday. LSU and McNeese will also represent the Pelican State in the NCAA tournament. The Tigers were assigned to the Arizona State Regional. The Cowgirls are headed to the Evanston, Illinois Regional at Northwestern University. The Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team gets swept by Texas State over the weekend. Final score, 7-5 on Friday, 6-4 on Saturday, 11-9 on Sunday. The Cajuns open the final week of the regular season tomorrow at home against Nichols. In high school baseball, North Vermilion narrowly misses a second straight state championship. South Terrebonne beat the Patriots 7-6 in extra innings to win the Class 4A title. Congratulations to North Vermillion on another outstanding season. In Major League Baseball, the Cincinnati Reds throw a no-hitter. The only problem is they lost 1-0 to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Eight no-hit innings pitched by the Cincinnati Reds. However, then one point in the game, bases loaded. With three walks allowing bases to be loaded, then a fielder's choice scored the run 1-0. And because Cincinnati was the visiting team, they didn't score in the ninth, so they didn't pitch in the ninth. So technically not a no-hitter, but still a dubious effort to allow no hits and still lose the game. But then again, considering how the Reds have played this year, that's certainly on brand for them. In pro football, Jarvis Landry is coming home. The former standout at Lutcher High School and at LSU has signed with the New Orleans Saints. David Grubb has that story. Last season, the Saints had one of the worst wide receiving cores in the NFL. After reaching agreement on a one-year deal with former Lutcher and LSU star Jarvis Landry, NOLA.com Saints writer Rod Walker says this season they could have one of the best. Just give them that third receiver. This team all of a sudden has three legitimate wide receivers. Landry, a five-time Pro Bowl selection with the Browns and Dolphins, is coming off of two down seasons due to injury. Walker says the Saints won't ask him to carry a major load, and a healthy Landry should thrive in New Orleans. You basically be the number three receiver and on a I'm David Grubb. In the lottery, Powerball tonight worth $90 million. Mega Millions tomorrow worth $112 million. Lotto at $1.5 million for Wednesday night. An easy five at 100000 
And finally, Popus Maximus. Indeed. All right, let's see. Where are we going to go for this one? Oh, there we go. Let's go to New Jersey for this one. What do you expect to find at the Home Depot? Uh, Lots of lumber, some nuts, screws, bolts. How about a missing puppy? All right. So uh, a puppy who went missing from his New York home was spotted dashing through two tunnels. Uh, eventually was rescued from a parking garage ledge at a Home Depot store in New Jersey. Wow. So there you go. Uh, I, I don't know if the Home Depot is going to be moving into uh, the pet business, mm-hmm. but hey, maybe a new market for them. Uh, video shows the puppy clinging to the ledge before some workers came to rescue him and pick him up. Uh, let's see, where exactly in New Jersey was this? Uh, let's see, the, the dog went missing from Brooklyn, the Red Hook neighborhood, and then made it all the way across the Holland Tunnel into Jersey City, New Jersey. So he just what? went across. Yeah, he uh, just went across uh, the, the river into Jersey City, so he didn't get all that terribly far. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was taken to the Humane Society for examination. The owners were notified. Hey, he, apparently the Home Depot in Brooklyn was out of whatever supply he needed, so he decided to go to Jersey City. Mm-hmm. It's, when you say Jersey, New Jersey, I, don't they kind of rival Louisiana in uh, with driving, say, insurance and wrecks and that type of thing? I, if I, I, I'm, I'm going from memory, but that that kind of comes to mind. Insurance rates united, and, and, and so the the point being, Ian, how did this little dog, this little puppy, get across a tunnel? A tunnel. And not get run over. I'm in trying to figure New that Jersey out myself. New Jersey and not get run over. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. There must be there must be more to the story. But I'm glad the little pup was rescued. And it so, would have been a better story if he'd have swam if he'd have swam across the Hudson River. That would have made a better story. Ooh. But uh, but the fact that he got through the Holland Tunnel uh, unscathed. The fact that he got from Brooklyn through Manhattan uh, to uh, to the tunnel to get to Jersey City is is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he had some help getting there. I, I don't know. But going back to your question, I can't find the answer online as to where they compare in terms of uh, car insurance rates. Uh, but I will say this. For New Jersey, for the number of cars they have there, for the number of people who drive, uh, I would not be surprised if Louisiana – and New Jersey were uh, were close together. Let's see annual cost of coverage. Louisiana is Louisiana twenty eight hundred dollars in cost of coverage. New Jersey no. New Jersey is about a thousand dollars cheaper. Okay, all right. Well, uh, maybe I was confusing it with another story. Oh, and speaking of Jersey, you have some direct experience there. You lived part of your life there when you were attending uh, Princeton University. Right. And if it weren't for the NCAA regional this week, I'd have been going back for a belated 10th reunion because the pandemic shut all that down. So I will have to send my regrets for reunions again this year mm-hmm. because, uh, well, we'll be on the road. Duty calls with the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. Uh, Como checks in. He says... You may have been thinking of Michigan because they're on par, and they are. They're about $500 cheaper than Louisiana per year, $2,300 versus uh, nearly $2,900. The, uh, Nevada is at $2,400. New York is at $3,000 annually. Wow. So they are uh, just above us. Uh, Pennsylvania is at two grand, so they uh, are significantly less than everybody else. And then Florida is another state uh, that's relatively high. They're at $2,800 per year, so they're on par with Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Even California 
is cheaper at twenty two hundred dollars per year for car insurance. Wow, wow. Well, and I don't, that's minimum liability, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, with, when you talk about the average, of course, you've got uh, young people whose insurance rates are much higher. And then you have, uh, you know, to young adults, middle age, and then the older folks. And so, knock on wood, mine is not that high. I don't, I'm well below the average. So, uh, I'm just glad I've, I've got a few years on me and I've got a good driving record because uh, that's a chunk of change to pay one's automobile insurance. Yes, indeed Ooh. it is. That's why uh, defensive driving courses, driving safely and getting your... Uh, and getting all of uh, your P's and Q's in order when you're driving certainly mm-hmm. helps. Just make sure you, you, you're you smart on the road. Be defensive and don't do anything stupid. As we always say, buckle it up. Speaking of traffic, let's do traffic and weather. Keep the train on the track and running on time. Ian. Yes, indeed. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Partly cloudy skies across Acadiana today. Temperatures are going to be getting up to about 92 degrees in the afternoon. We're going to see maybe a 20% chance for an isolated shower or two late this afternoon. I think we'll see a little bit more east of the basin, but a little spillover going to be possible. We'll see winds from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Lows tonight going to be getting down into the low 70s. Quiet through most of the week. Hot, humid conditions kind of day in and day out over the next several days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. Ah, we have good news. Traffic, yes, it's out there, but nothing on our mishap board. In other words, no wrecks, no slowdowns. And Ian was right from last hour, 316 West Main Street. That is the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office. We show a stalled vehicle at 5.45 a.m. That's all we got, folks, so I'll take it. The 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair is coming May 26th to June 5th. And if you want to do the fair in style, you need to get the News Talk 96.5 KPL Big Shot Fair VIP Pass for you and a guest. You get daily fair admission, grandstand VIP 10 admission with private restroom access, two unlimited ride wristbands to use on the day of your choice, and more. Very limited quantities available, valued at $275. Get it now for $100. Look for the Cajun Heartland link at kpel965.com. All right, welcome back in. Katie Anna's Morning News. Mark Pope sitting in for Bernie. Bernie's back tomorrow and also back tomorrow, Ian Ozan. Well, we'll be here. Uh, we'll be somewhere between here and Clemson tomorrow, but uh, definitely in Lafayette uh, on Wednesday and Thursday. And then we have to figure out the travel arrangements to Clemson. Right now, looking at flying out early Friday morning to get there because we've got so much going on this week. It's going to be a busy week, so we have to figure out how we're going to get there. Driving-wise, from Lafayette, it's about 10 hours, but eh, that's a, it's a bit of a steep drive to do overnight Thursday into Friday morning. Clemson, South Carolina. Is that like Auburn, Alabama? In other words, in Clemson, South Carolina, there is Clemson that is University? Yes. 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 Is it, a, it, is it like Auburn? Is it a smaller town uh, of which the university population comprises a large percentage? 
Yeah, that's about right. Uh, the population uh, in the 2010 census was right under 14,000. I think it held during the uh, during the previous or the 2020 census rather, and that's the not students. The third, uh, about 14,000 people who are not students. When you look at uh, the total student body, 25,822. So you're looking at almost double the town population, or, or excuse me, almost triple the town population when students are included in that number. Yep. Well, as I'm looking at the clock, speaking of looking at numbers, I, I think we need to take a break so we can stay on time and uh, wrap up this hour. So let's do that. Yeah, let's uh, well, let's go ahead. Let's do go ahead. Hit that break. We'll come back. We'll do about a minute uh, or so. We'll wrap up the show, and again, we'll continue the discussion about the regional. Sounds good. Fox Business Report will be coming up. The Fox Business Report this morning brought to you by Our Lady of Lourdes Regional Medical Center, where we believe your health lives in the story of your life. We listen. We heal. We heal. Visit LourdesRMC.com slash we listen. We heal for more. That's LourdesRMC.com slash we listen. We heal. H-E-A-L for more. Uh, we have a little bit uh, of time left in the show. Mark, always a pleasure having you on with us this morning. And uh, coming up in just a few days from now, uh, we'll have a chance to hold court uh, across the hall over in ESPN uh, Lafayette with the Lafayette Regional, or excuse me, with the Clemson Regional as the Ragin' Cajuns take on Auburn in that regional. Clemson, uh, more Tigers taking on UNC Wilmington in the first game of that regional. So a big week ahead for us, and also another big week. Um, we'll be live at Rhythms on the River on Thursday night. Brandon and Shannon will be doing offside live from there from 4 to 6. I'll be emceeing Thursday evening. So uh, for those of you who've not been to Rhythms on the River yet, this will be the last one of the season. Marsha Ball will be on stage. So uh, come pass a good time over in River Ranch with uh, this Thursday's edition of Rhythms on the River. So a busy week in store, my friend. And uh, if Mark is talking, I cannot hear him because... Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there you there, go. You know, it would be helpful to put the button on. People don't know. There are about 20-some-odd pots, we call them, and, you know, in other words, controls on these boards. And I'm used to the board, but there's so many moving parts that uh, yeah. sometimes it's a challenge. But, yes, it's always been a hoot. Thanks for the kind words. And you're right, a lot going on. Look, Ragin' Cajun softball is good, no doubt about that. But guess what? They're playing a, an SEC team in Auburn. And, and an Auburn ACC is team also in, uh, very good. And an ACC team in Clemson as well. Both are very good. And the yes. Cajuns with the biggest test of the season ahead of them. If That's the it. Cajuns can come out, they, they're going to have earned it. So, yeah, it's been a hoot, Ian. Yes, indeed it has. That's it for the show today. God willing, and if the checks don't bounce, we are back tomorrow from 6 until 9 for Acadiana's Morning News. I'll be here. We trust you'll be here, too. Until then, don't take life too seriously. You're not getting out alive anyway. Good day, everybody. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks closing mixed as the market struggles to rebound from losses as uncertainty over inflation, interest rates, and the economy continue to weigh on the market. Real estate companies and consables were among the laggards. Battered tech stocks like Microsoft, Salesforce, and Apple were among the gainers. The sector has suffered some of the biggest losses in recent weeks as investors move out of growth areas and into safe havens. The Dow falling 85 points, the Nasdaq up 114, S&P 500 up 10. An electronic arts share slipped in the extended session 
Revolution after the video game publisher reported a mixed bag of slight beats and misses in both its results and outlook. In Wynn Resorts reported a narrow loss in revenue below analysts' expectations in the first quarter as headwinds from the pandemic continue to affect the casino operator. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Why do I take chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. choq.com, promo code JESSE. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It is still closed, covered in crime scene tape. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. At grocery store where a white 18-year-old is accused of going on a shooting rampage in Buffalo, New York over the weekend, killing 10 people, injuring three others, almost all of them black. We must all work together to address the hate that remains a stain on the soul of America. President Biden will go there tomorrow. It's being investigated as a hate crime as the FBI scrutinizes a long rant the accused gunman wrote beforehand. Investigators tell us they've not only found out, according to this manifesto that the suspect posted online, that he wanted to shoot people inside of the store, but that he was going to continue the rampage across Buffalo if he was able to get out of that grocery store. Fox's Alexis McAdams in Buffalo. They're still trying to figure out in California why an Asian man in his 60s now jailed went on a shooting rampage in a church. To have this happen, I don't know what to say. I just dumbfounded. He lives nearby. One person was killed, five others injured. Then a pastor threw a chair at the gunman's head and others rushed over and hogtied the shooter taking away his guns. I want to thank those people who are wise enough to take action and endanger themselves to save others in that church. That is so impressive. Laguna Woods Mayor Carol Moore. The CDC is reporting this morning the U.S. has just hit one million COVID deaths. A milestone President Biden already marked last week, ordering federal flags at half-staff. In Ukraine, Russia claims it'll let wounded Ukrainian troops leave a steel plant in the nearly destroyed city of Mariupol for medical treatment under a local ceasefire, though there's no confirmation to that from Ukraine. Russia's invasion has also led to this. Finland and Sweden are moving ahead with applying for NATO membership. Various Russian officials have warned Russia might have no choice but to deploy tactical nuclear weapons along Russia's border with Finland. Fox's Matt Finn Lviv, but Russian leader Vladimir Putin said today he does not have a problem with those countries joining NATO unless there's an expansion of military infrastructure there. America's listening to Fox News. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, now only $19.99, plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. You know, every three seconds, there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web. Now, protecting your identity can be very easy, thanks to LifeLock by Norton. 
No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business. But LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself. And you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. Partly cloudy skies across Acadiana. Today, temperatures are going to be getting up to about 92 degrees in the afternoon. We're going to see maybe a 20% chance for an isolated shower or too late this afternoon. I think we'll see a little bit more east of the basin, but a little spillover going to be possible. We'll see winds from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Lows tonight going to be getting down into the low 70s. Quiet through most of the week. Hot Hot, humid conditions kind of day in and day out over the next several days. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. The 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair is coming to the Cajun Dome May 26th through June 5th. News Talk 96.5 KPAL reminds you to get your My Choice wristband vouchers now and save. The News Talk 96.5 KPAL My Choice wristband vouchers are early bird priced for only $20 each. You choose which day you want to use the wristband with the News Talk 96.5 KPL My Choice wristbands. Only $20 now to the first day of the fair, Thursday, May 25th. After that, the price goes up to $30 each. Get My Choice wristband vouchers now at the Cajun Dome box office or online at CajunDome.com. LUS presents the 34th Annual Cajun Heartland State Fair, May 26th to June 5th at the Cajun Dome. Experience wild rides on the Gold Star Midway and free family entertainment at Lanyop Lane. For more info, go to CajunDome.com or go to KPL965.com and click on the Cajun Dome link for more. Brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL, where Acadiana comes to talk. 